Phantomaniacs, welcome to the newest episode of the Needless Things Podcast, where we talk about toys, movies, music, and all manner of pop culture dorkery. I am your host, Dave, and I am oh, oh so very tired right now. Uh, just a, two really long days at work. You know how sometimes, uh, as a matter of fact, I, I saw this earlier, uh, if you're not following employee tiers on Instagram, it's a pretty relatable, fun account. Uh, and they put up a post earlier today uh, called uh, Defining the Fuckening. And it was the point where you think you're having like a, a pretty okay day and then the thing happens that just ruins it. And that thing is the fuckening. And I had I had pretty intense fuckenings multiple times throughout my day today and yesterday. And I'm just, uh, I'm over it. But I get a couple of days off. Uh, and then I get to go in for an overtime day Sunday and an overtime day Thursday. And, uh, I, I get to work a lot because a bunch of people have quit because my job is shitty, but we're not here to talk about my shitty job. We're here to talk about this wonderful podcast because it's time once again for the needless commentary this month. We are watching steel dawn. I'm not going to say any more about it. You will hear everything that you need to know during the commentary portion of the episode. Uh, but it is setting a theme for the entire rest of the year. We haven't totally settled on or agreed on a name, but the theme was going to be post-apocalyptic. And then we realized a couple of the movies, uh, in, in our opinion, or maybe just in my opinion, were not actually post-apocalyptic. They were just future dystopian landscapes. So this year, we're going to be focusing on that kind of stuff. And we're kicking it off with Steel Dawn for Swayzeuary, because it's still a month that ends in Uary. So we didn't totally miss it. Uh, and hopefully... Scheduling won't completely screw up our plans for everything else throughout the whole rest of the year. Uh, but as of now, like February, not a big month for me. So a couple overtime days here and there, uh, you know, help me pay for the conventions coming up later in the year. Uh, this, These are not things we want to discuss. You know what we want to discuss? We want to discuss the Needless Things YouTube channel. Uh, I want to get to 1,000 subscribers because something happens then. I don't remember what it is. Maybe that's when I can get... Uh, I can start having ads and, and getting a little revenue off of that, maybe. I'm, I'm not positive. Uh, but I want to get to 1,000 subscribers. I hit 700 the other day, which is fantastic. Uh, so please keep spreading the word. Tell your friends. This week, this was a wild one. This was Dark Order Week on the Needless Things YouTube channel. I reviewed all five figures in AEW Unmatched Series 3 because they were all members of the Dark Order. This is... I don't often pre-order full sets of figures from Ringside Collectibles because they do charge a premium. Now, granted, you get them like three or four months before most retailers. Uh, 
but most of the time, especially with wrestling figures, I'm like, I can wait to either find them at retail or perhaps even get them on clearance. But this wave, the Dark Order, uh, the first ever Mr. Brody Lee figure, John Silver, who I'm a huge fan of, just it's all five figures uh, were, were must-haves for me. So I went ahead and pulled the trigger on the full set. Uh, they got here, and I was like, you know what? We're doing five days of reviews. So this is unprecedented because the most I've done before is four days because on the fifth day, we drop a new episode of the Needless Things podcast every single Friday, available wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, so today... When this podcast comes out, a couple hours later, you're going to have the final review of Dark Order Week, uh, which is John Silver, uh, one of my favorite uh, kind of supporting wrestlers right now, and I think he could definitely step into a bigger role uh, at some point, but I just really like that guy. But not only is he closing out Dark Order Week, but you can win 15... Is it 15? I think there are three cards in each pack, and there are five packs. Uh, but anyway, you can win the AEW trading cards by Upper Deck that came with those Dark Order figures, and that's the only way you can get those trading cards. So not only are they unique to those figures, but you're getting them like three or four months before they actually hit retail. Uh, so you can, if you watch that video on the Needless Things YouTube channel, you can win that full set of trading cards. Uh, you just have to watch the video to find out how to win. Next week on the Needless Things YouTube channel, and this is an onerous task is ahead of me. I've already filmed it, but I've got to edit it, and it's it's going to be it's going to take some work. I reviewed the Razor Crest, the Haslab. Uh, vehicle from the Mandalorian that got blown up, but I don't care because I like awesome toys. I particularly love starships, so the Razor Crest was something that I had to have. It didn't matter to me that I mean I would prefer it if it hadn't gotten blown. Well, okay, at the time I would prefer if it hadn't gotten blown up because it's a really cool starship. Uh, but it didn't affect my desire to own the toy. I wanted that ship regardless. Uh, but now, in retrospect, I'm glad it got blown up, because if it hadn't, we wouldn't have gotten the awesome Naboo Starfighter that we got in Book of Boba Fett. So, and hopefully we'll get a toy of that. I, I already pre-ordered, and, and I don't do Lego. I, I just don't. I don't have the space for it. Uh, I, I Well, that's the main reason. I don't have the space for it. But I pre-ordered the Lego set of that starship, because I have to have it, and I don't necessarily believe that Hasbro is going to make one for vintage collection, but we'll, we'll see. Maybe they will. Uh, anyway, everybody seemed to love it, so I think it's it's a bigger possibility. Uh, so anyway, that's that's uh, what's up with that next week. Razor Crest Review on the Needless Things YouTube channel. Like, subscribe, share. Uh, so I already mentioned Book of Boba Fett. I, I really enjoyed the show. No, it was not the greatest TV show of all time. No, it wasn't necessarily... Uh, what I might have done with the character, but I enjoyed it for what it was. Uh, I had a good time with it, and you can check out. I haven't listened to it because uh, I I have a feeling I know the general tone uh, of the episode, but Execute Chapter 66 did a special uh, massive review of Book of Boba Fett with tons of uh, an unreasonable number of people involved. Uh, but I just... I. Some the, I just don't want to listen to anybody shit on something that I enjoyed, uh, which I have a feeling there's going to be a good bit of that uh, with some of the names that are involved. So, uh, But if you want to listen to 
what they think of Book of Boba Fett, I highly recommend you go check out that Execute Chapter 66 uh, special episode. Maybe I'm not being fair. Maybe they loved it. Maybe they thought it was great. But I, I don't think so. Uh, so, anyway, moving on to other TV shows that are more universally beloved. Peacemaker, uh, just watched the final episode. I won't say anything about it, just in case you haven't seen it yet. Uh, absolutely fantastic. Renewed for a second season, which is joyous news. Uh, but one, I'm unsurprised because James Gunn, I think, is one of the greatest creators walking among us today. Uh, the, the surprise, uh, and it's not really a huge surprise if you've actually been following uh, John Cena's acting career. He has been good in everything he's been in, but we just saw more range in Peacemaker. John Cena is a phenomenal actor, uh, and this show is absolutely fantastic. I cannot wait for the second season. And who knows how long that's going to be, because I do believe there's a little film called Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 that Mr. Gunn has to finish uh, before he does anything else. Uh, so that's that's something. All right, let me look at this on my phone before it goes before my phone turns off. Uh, Bloom County, and, and it's not something I've talked about a whole lot on the show, it's it's one of the most special things in the world to me, but I, I don't know. For some reason, comic strips are not something that I delve into, but I, I have all of the Bloom County collections a couple times over. They've done omnibuses. They've done the old paperback ones. They did the, uh, the library editions from IDW. Uh, I own a lot of Bloom County. I, I bought the, the plush that Berkeley Breathed, uh, had done himself a few years ago uh bloom county i don't think i could overemphasize the impact that it had on my humor my way of thinking my my outlook on the world hugely impactful and variety announced uh the other day that a bloom county animated series is headed to fox this is something I have wanted since I was a child. I have been reading the Bloom County comic strips. I mean, you know, obviously they've been on and off for decades. Uh, but I, I was probably nine or ten, I think, when Opus first caught my eye. Uh, and ever since then, I, I've just been a fan. And, and from, you know, basically an introduction into politics to, to culture to, to everything else, that comic strip means so much to me. And I've wanted an and I, they did a wish for wings that work, uh, which which is a lot of fun. But I have always dreamed of a Bloom County animated series, and just like the strip, this is from Variety. Just like the strip, the TV version of Bloom County will center on quote a collapsed lawyer, a lobotomized cat, and a penguin in briefs and fruit headwear living in the world's last boarding house in the world's most forgotten place deep in the dandelion wilds of fly way, way over country. To wit, today's America at a glance. Uh, and this is, here's the important thing. Uh, Co-written and executive produced by Berkeley Brethren. That is key. Uh, Bento Box is the animation studio. Miramax, Spyglass, and Project X will also executive produce. Um, and the the Fox Entertainment president, Michael Horn, Michael Thorne, is a Bloom County fan. Uh, I, this just all sounds very, very promising. I don't know that it sounds like it's going to be very long-lived because it is headed for Fox, which is not always the best news in the world. 
Uh, but at the same time, the longest-running television series in the history of the planet, The Simpsons, has been on Fox uh, through through thick and thin, through ups and downs. So I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but I I'm I am so excited for this. It's it seems unbelievable to me. Uh, Toy Fair not happening this year, but. We are working on putting together a Toy Fair episode that will be... Uh, I mean, we did this something similar last year, and perhaps even... I, I don't remember if there was a Toy Fair. Yeah, we, we got a Toy Fair in 2020, because that was just before the pandemic. We didn't get it last year, but uh, our head of research, myself and Ryan Schweck, uh, put together a, a sort of a, a toy announcement episode, and we're going to do the same thing this year. I've just got to figure out when it can happen. Uh, but stay tuned for that. It'll be in the next couple of weeks here. Uh, because this weekend would have been Toy Fair. Uh, Pre-orders. And you know what? We're going to save this for the Toy Fair episode, because I'm already going a little bit long in my intro. Uh, Two more things I want to mention, or I guess a a thing, two things that are intertwined. Uh, I have to acknowledge that Cody Cody and Brandy Rhodes have left AEW. I don't know what to make of this. I don't know if it's real, real. I don't know... Like, they are leaving. They are no longer with the company. That is a fact. But I don't know if they're going to do something and come back. I don't know if he's going to WWE. There are rumors that he's met with WWE, and there are already plans in the works. Uh, I, 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 I don't know. Uh, I just know that I was never not a fan of Cody. Uh, I was never booing the guy. I always admired what he did. I liked him as the babyface character he was trying to be and I understand that's you know was probably an insurmountable challenge in the modern world of professional wrestling but I respect the heck out of the guy and his integrity and what he wants to present as his family's legacy um and and from what I've seen of Brandy you know I don't know obviously I don't know either one of these people uh but you watch the the reality show and you watch AEW. From what I've seen of Brandy, she seems like a tough, smart woman uh, who really just wants to do the best for herself and her family. I I liked her from what I saw of her, and so I I'm hoping for the best for her as well uh, for both of them for the road for the whole Rhodes family. Uh, I hope they find what they're looking for i hope everything works out and uh you know AEW obviously is going to be just fine they they they're okay uh and and speaking of which to close this thing out AEW is on fire right now uh wednesday nights for me last night's dynamite from beginning to end was just captivating could not take my eyes off the screen they've had a bunch of good dynamites in a row They've got momentum. They've got these storylines that, like, they actually take time to to build and develop, and the matches are all a little bit different and and interesting. And it's just from beginning to end, Dynamite and Rampage are both fantastic shows. They're they're two of my favorite things I watch on television, and I haven't been able to say that about a wrestling show in a very long time. So, you know, Cody and Brandy are going to be fine. AEW is going to be fine. And all in all, we're in a pretty good time for wrestling because we don't have to watch WWE, uh, which which maybe is a little more of a sour note than I intended to go out on. But like I said, guys, I'm I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm ready to wrap this thing up. I'm ready to deliver unto you the Steel Dawn 
needless commentary. Now, I will tell you before we start, um, I, 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 I'm plagued with electronic issues lately. I still have not resolved the Bluetooth problem on my phone. If you're aware of it, uh, I can't record uh, with a I can't record video with a Bluetooth microphone right now on my phone. Uh, it it has problems and, and it makes the audio unusable. Uh, and then while we were recording the commentary, thank goodness I actually noticed it. My recorder pooped out. I believe that what happened is I thought several times in a row that I hadn't used it very much, so I didn't need to charge it. Uh, I don't think it's dying charge-wise. Uh, it seems okay now. but uh, So I had to switch recording. So you're going to notice a change in the quality of the audio. Neither one is like better. It's just you'll notice a change at one point. And, and par- partially you'll notice it because I say, hey, I think the recorder's fucking up because it's during the commentary. So it's not like we could stop. Uh, so anyway, that's that's what that's all about. So now you guys... Uh, grab yourself probably just some water, really, because it's it's the dystopian post-apocalyptic future. Water's in short supply. People are generally miserable scumbags. It's a tough time to be a Patrick Swayze, but he fights his way through, and in the end, the true Steel Dawn was the friends we made along the way. Cy Sperling's Movies of the 80s, where we talk about movies of the 80s. Swayuary. It is still, fortunately for us, fortunately for all of you, still Swayuary. So we're able to get in. The uh, Okay, so before we watch, because we, if you're not familiar with the Needless Commentary, we will watch something all the way through with all the dialogue and everything, so we can really formulate our thoughts, get some in-depth uh analysis of the film the this subject a, matter this is a film there's a film and it definitely needed in-depth analysis and uh and then we watch it again but we we talk over it uh which is what we're going to do now this started with big trouble in little china where what we watched the movie and we we're going to talk about it afterwards they were like well, we might as well play the movie again while we're talking about it that's how this all started uh, and today, we're watching, pr- prior to this viewing, what I would have described as the awesome Steel Dawn. Because that's what I thought of it when I was a kid. <sighs> I thought it was the best Patrick Swayze movie I had ever seen in 1988? What is it? 87. 87? Uh, Same year as Dirty Dancing. And for it, wow. wow. That's wow. something Swayze else. was on top of the world. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so it, this is our our very first Swayzuary was with Next of Kin in 2018. This is four years of Swayzuary. This is our fifth Swayzuary. I also thought, oh, it is. Yeah, we did Next of Kin, Roadhouse, uh, Red Dawn, Red uh, Red Dawn. Last year, remotely, we did uh, Point Break. Right. Yeah. So this is this is our fifth Swayzuary. I'd wow. forgotten about Point Break. Um, 
So yeah, I, and I so also we're running out of good Patrick Swayze movies. Right. So if anybody has any recommendations, please let us know for next year. We've only got eleven months now to figure this thing out. Yeah. Uh, but I also thought when I was a kid that Steel Dawn was the sequel to Red Dawn, and after watching it again, I I don't know that it's not. But before we before we get to look, I, I, it's, I think it's a sustainable theory. Before we get to that, we got to say uh, the cadavers are here. Hey. In the Phantom Zone, Arian is here, and I'd just like to say uh, to Arian, do you, do you really want it? Do you really want to stay sad? Yes. And finally, <laughs> our special guest returning uh, after we watched the the first part, the prequel to Steel Dawn. Uh, Mike Gordon, you're back for the sequel. I am. Howdy, everyone. When I said we're watching Steel Dawn, you said, "Oh, the sequel to Red Dawn." I'm in. Uh, you're in. You were here for it. So, uh, for those of you listening uh, at home in your car or whatever, and if you're if you're in your car, don't watch the movie. No. While you're driving. That sounds dangerous. No, it would be terrible. It'd be it would be much more dangerous than Patrick Swayze's sword fighting. <laughs> uh, so, uh, if you're ready, I'm watching the Blu-ray Vestron Pictures release, which Vestron, by the way, also released Chopping Mall and many other uh, Chud. Hell I think yeah. is one of their releases. Lots of awesome movies from them. Uh, you can get this Blu-ray for under ten bucks. Shocking! How have we not done Chopping Mall? Uh, yeah, we need to do Chopping yeah, Mall. That's a great one because Chopping Mall is legit awesome. Yes. Oh, I love that. I love uh, Chopping Mall. Straight up. So uh, if if you are ready with your VHS or your laser disc or however you're watching Steel Dawn with us, uh, in three, two, one. We're watching it on the PS5, which is... Uh, or PS4, I'm sorry. I, I do not have a PS5 for myself. Though Phantom Jr. does have one. And it's pretty awesome. It's true. This is a Lance Hool film. Lance Hool cast... Cool. Uh, it's either his son or his nephew, I guess. I don't know which. As the kid in this movie. Uh, starring Patrick Swayze. I mean, really, that's all you need to know. Yeah. And his wife. Yeah. Is Lisa Neme his wife? His real wife, yeah. Oh, okay. And yeah. then Christopher Neme, who's very very similar to Neme, but not quite. They're distant cousins. And then Brian James, who is a uh, low-budget Hulk Hogan. Apparently. Also, Isn't that Brian James? Yes. Yeah. yeah. He's, uh, he was one of the replicants in uh, Blade Runner. Project, Arian. Project. Sorry? The people want to hear your lovely, soothing voice. This, they do. So the the budget of this this fine film is with three and a half million. <laughs> wow! And, uh, and every cent of it is on screen. Nineteen eighty seven dollars, yeah. you? And it made five hundred and sixty two thousand. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> apparently it was a major flop. Uh, yes, I can't understand why. I well, no, but, I have never but, heard of it. But no, for real, like. In, in it actually fact, is a little surprising, the Patrick you, Swayze movie. When you uh, Google search Steel Dawn, uh, people also ask, is Steel Dawn a sequel to Red Dawn? And the answer, I mean, look, I think that naming... Because let's, let's, let's take a look at this Red movie. Dawn. Take a look at this movie. What about it says to you Steel Dawn? No, it's a very uh, poorly named Steel. movie. But it's not because the obvious attempt yeah. here was to relate it in some way to the massive success that was Red Dawn. I feel like they filmed Ooh, this movie and they said, this is a steaming turd. How are we going to trick people into going to see it? I think you're we'll right. We'll call it Steel Dawn. I think you're right. Yeah. 
I'm surprised they didn't call it like Blue Dawn. I I will say this. I don't think. It, I mean, look, it's not good. Yeah. But it's entertaining. Yeah, it is. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll watch any of these, like, Mad Max rip-off movies. Like, and that's exactly what it is. A hundred percent. Like, this is straight up, like, so much stuff is just taken from the Road Warrior. Ah, shit. So, well, I even, mean, honestly, the even, whole movie is the Road Warrior. <laughs> the, the IMDb trivia says the movie has uh, often been likened to Mad Max 2, The Road Warrior. In fact, the movie's composer, Brian May, scored Mad Max in The Road Warrior. Not uh, to be confused with... Sir Brian May of Queen. No, don't confuse him. No. And once you hear the music, you will not. Yes. You will not confuse him. <laughs> yeah. um, Patrick Swayze has a real shitty ponytail in this movie. <laughs> His, his, the, hair is, uh, the hair is great. Whoever did the hair in this has clearly gone on to work for WWE uh, because the extensions here yeah. look about as good as what you see on WWE television and the ladies there. It's like they just Velcroed it onto the back of his head. I think you were right. You said that it looked like they went to Party City yeah. and just glued an entire wig to his neck. Yep. <laughs> I feel like... <laughs> Let me get my neck wig. <laughs> I feel like that's accurate. Yeah. Uh, oh. So... I wish there was more with these like walrus Tuscan Raider guys. Oh um, uh, yeah, I, I this is cool. cool. And we don't know what this world is. Like yeah. unlike Mad Max, they don't even really reference a disaster or an apocalypse or anything yeah, that just, made they this do, is, men- this they is do the mention the shitty world you have to live in. They do mention at one point um, the life before the sandstorms. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right, you're right. But they don't like, they don't get any more... We don't know if no. the sandstorms were caused by That's nuclear enough. holocaust or, or what. We have no idea. Yeah. Which is is fine, because it's not like that would make this movie any better. <laughs> that guy's just straight up rolling yeah. down the yeah. dude. And unnecessary tumbling! He is a tumbler at heart. It's true. He may yeah. be known for his dancing. Yeah. Is this the first dialogue in the movie? It is. Yeah. No, you don't. No, you don't. Cuts that arm off? Yeah. We get some good gore in this scene that... That you don't get the rest you don't of get the, the kind of does yeah. yeah this is actually probably the best scene in the whole movie honestly it, and it's it's own. not like the I don't think this movie had a fight coordinator no I think they just handed him that sword and said do some cool shit Pat yeah <laughs> like that guy they just put some blood on his back and he said don't call me Pat I'm Patrick <laughs> I'm gonna jump and twirl around which, which is yeah. what he's known for I'm yeah. gonna do a somersault. He had just done Dirty Dancing, so he's got those skills. I wonder when this was filmed in relation to Dirty Dancing. I feel like it was like filmed like a year or two before. That is awesome. Yeah, I like that. This movie is R-rated. Yeah. Which is kind of a waste of an R-rated. Yeah. They show show nipples. There's boobs, and and there's there's blood. There's a side boob. But it it could have been... No, there's straight-up titties when they go into the whore tent. But I I think, obviously, there's a lot of titties. There's four nipples. This was before... No, there's six. Before PG-13. This was definitely after PG-13, because PG-13... Oh, right. Came out with the Temple Temple of Doom, Doom, which was like 83 or 84. Yeah. Uh... Yeah, the there are three chicks, full on boobs out in the whore tent. Yep. And then do, doesn't the mom? Oh, oh she doesn't. I was out of I was out of the room, so I no. I missed it. No. No, she just has her robe on and she like mounts his butt. Well, we'll we'll get to that 
<laughs> the insertion. Yeah. Which for she tells him to relax. Which for yeah. a, a couple that was Don't fight married, it. like they had not a lot. No of, chemistry. Not a lot of. No chemistry no, whatsoever. No, not at all. <laughs> hope they hope they had more in actual real life. I want a prop replica, not of his sword, but of his his dune dune, his dune navigating dune stick. Yeah. Yes. I want, a, I want a replica of his hair. Well, I mean, that's you go to Party City. That, yeah. You <laughs> next the the next commentary, whatever that may be. You run out to Party City, bring it over, bring a wig over here, and we'll glue it to your neck. <laughs> <laughs> You'll look exactly like exactly that. like Patrick's, like Nomad. Yeah. yeah. His only get, credited yeah. name in this is Nomad. I'll go buy like the worst Tina Turner wig I can find, and then just tie it around my neck. He probably like, your neck, and, and, and then a, like, the yes. headband. Yeah, he probably, and like, be, like the other guy. Just, maybe he was gonna suck. He's like, just don't credit me, thinking that like they wouldn't credit Patrick Swayze. It was just like, okay, we just won't give him a name in the movie. <laughs> yeah. Call you no man. No, I'm I'm pretty sure he was like, no, I want to be like the man with no name. Well, thinking about okay, so I said I'm a little surprised that a Patrick Swayze movie didn't do better, but. At this point, all he had was Red Dawn and Dirty Dancing, and Dirty Dancing Dirty. may not was <laughs> not, okay. a, not a lot of crossover. <laughs> well, no, 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 no. But you, you put a name in a fit like right now, you put Chris Pratt in some shitty, stupid Netflix movie, and a ton of people are still going to watch it. Apparently, yeah. So but what like, I'm saying but is, it, but like the the barrier for entry to that is like someone bored sitting on their couch. Well, they would have gone. They would have gone to the theater too. Yeah, though. like. You have to like get someone to get up and leave their house and go to a place to do a thing. Well, right, but back in 1987, that's what we did. There was no Netflix. I didn't leave the house. (laughs) I played video games. Um, Plus, plus Dirty Dancing was a big hit, so it was probably still playing in theaters when this was playing. Well, that's what I'm wondering. And and the dates were like, you know, the girl's like, no, I'm not seeing that. Let's go see Dirty Dancing. When did Dirty Dancing come out and when did this come out? I will get you that information. Release date. Because if Dirty Dancing had had enough time to establish him in the way that we think of Patrick Swayze now, I think this movie would have done... I'm not saying it would have been a hit, but it would have done better than $500,000. It's pretty simple. <laughs> it's not a lot. <laughs> nah, so... I've got, I need another beverage for this. Pol- apologize for the squeaky chair. down... Was November 6, 1987. And Dirty Dancing, that was a summer release, right? I'm checking it out, but it feels it feels like summer. This maybe. was the yeah. first and only film written Yeah, by August 21st, 1987. Dung so it had only been out for like four months. Dung Leafler? Still, that was Dung. enough to know what we hit. <laughs> yeah. Get, so yeah, not, not any, a anybody, <laughs> anybody got a guess on what the, uh, the, the box office for... Uh, Dirty Dancing was? Uh, $250 million. You're actually not that far off. It was $214.6 million. Okay, and I'll take that. $187. Right, right, which is like $8 billion today. Yeah. yeah so I- this is, uh, this scene, we have uh, Patrick Swayze's Mentor slash commander yeah. slash only friend in the world. And I actually like this tavern yeah. set. Like, this is pretty cool. I want to build this in the backyard. <laughs> if I built this in the backyard, would you guys like hang out back there? Hell Definitely, yeah. yeah. I would pretty dress awesome. like Patrick Swayze. Yeah. And I feel, oh, that would be tremendous. 
<laughs> I, I feel like this is very sustainable also. Like, it wouldn't require a lot of maintenance. No. It's pretty open air. Just a little tavern shack. You could serve brunch oh, out shit. there. Aw, oh, shit. He's like, you dick, you knocked my drink out of <laughs> And that guy oh, just no, straight up in the garbage can. popped up out of the trash can. Ooh, were they both supposed to be poisoned? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah, well, I feel like... Only it's like the the worst... So, these guys aren't good at poisoning, because Patrick Swayze wakes up in like two minutes. So, yeah. Like from but then he the, just lays there because he's sleepy. So yeah. from the, the dialogue that I can uh, like decipher, like apparently his friend, his teacher... Was going to be the peacekeeper. Yes, at the place he was supposed to be the peacekeeper. Yeah, uh, and and I mean this is you know not only do we have Road Warrior that this is almost a carbon yeah. copy of, but oh. but many westerns Shame. use the same oh, formula. Yeah. Yeah. Like this and is in fact like the the IMDb trivia said this is considered to be one of the many knockoffs of Shane. Yeah, yeah. I mean this this is a pretty tried and true story. And do you yeah, believe they, that this is the only story that, or only uh, script that this director uh, wrote? I don't yes. believe you. <laughs> yes. I mean, he, <laughs> there's a reason Hool isn't uh, familiar to me. Yeah, I, I challenge that. It was probably not the only one he wrote, but it was the only one that was that got made. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. That's, that's accurate. <laughs> this is this is as good as it ever got. <laughs> And honestly, this, in this is my opinion. You guys may differ, and that's why you're all here. I think this Ooh. movie's worst crime is just being amateurish. Yeah, I, the story's fine. The story it, is is uh, again it, has been told many times. Yeah. Uh, I I don't think the like the design, the concepts, the costumes, like even the design of the weapons and stuff, like yeah. it's all pretty cool. I'm cool with that. If it had been in the hands of competent filmmakers, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's it like, would have been yep. pretty badass. But even on that same note, like uh, the story's been told a lot, but even with that, the plot is muddled as fuck. Well, I think it's mostly the dialogue. Yeah, the, yeah, I mean, the lack of the dialogue. Pretty, or, it's you know? pretty straightforward. I, I didn't like, what have any trouble following say? They it. They never call back to that note. Well, no, the note is the his, his peacemaker summons. Yeah, to go to Meridian. Yeah. Because yeah. the count, there's like a council. I think, Nicole, yeah. I hate to say this, because typically you're, you're like on point and your incisiveness is impressive. I think you're the only one of us that didn't understand what was happening. <laughs> no, I don't think this movie's very good. Well, no, but no, that's a, that's a different that's a separate <laughs> issue. <laughs> on that, we can all well, agree. Like, I didn't really pick up on a lot of it the first time around either. Not gonna lie. Yeah, no, it's because it's bad. It's yeah. badly executed. I don't know. I felt I felt like it was all. Also, laid why out does he pretty... take all his shit off and then put it? Let him on well, fire. Well, that doesn't make any sense. That's that's, that's that's yeah. your that's your amateur shit mm -hmm. going on. That this. Steel Dawn is the kind of movie that Hollywood should be remaking. Yeah. Yeah. If yeah. a movie like has a pretty good concept but was shitty the first time around, but to be fair, remake it's that. Is Mad Max. Yeah, we're right. Well, yeah. yeah, that's true. And they already did that, and it was great. Also, <laughs> <laughs> like he takes all the all the. Uh, Memorabilia off of his teacher, so and then sets him on fire, was, and then throws it onto the fire. This was shot in Namibia. So in what? Namibia. 
Is it Namibia? It's not Nambia? Yeah. Now oh my a, gosh. I was today well, years I old. Like, yeah. I, I feel like there might be a Nambia and, and a Namibia because there's definitely... Also, why does Marshmallow okay. Fluff come out when they set the teacher That's, on fire? I think, maybe something to... Well, but it would be on fire if it was flammable. I don't know what the heck that is. Wow. It looks like he shot a load between his feet <laughs> before he started the fire. Maybe that's what peacemakers do. It's yeah. Like, I really loved my teacher. Oh, which, by the way... The Peacemaker, uh, this was completely unintentional, obviously no relation to the Peacemaker series, but the Peacemakers are the lawmen of this Steel Dawn world. <laughs> yes. So that that's just something that gave us a little chuckle the first time they said it in the movie. I mean, honestly, this movie, like, shooting a load and then setting it on fire... Is kind of a synopsis. It of is this kind movie. of this yeah, movie. Exactly. You're right. You're right. So let's <laughs> let's do this. Um, let's get. Let's find a director who's like a real visionary. Like I, my go-to is always James Gunn, but I don't want. This is not James Gunn material no. because there shouldn't really be any humor in this. Who would be our director? to give us a new Steel Dawn, because obviously John Cena is going to be Patrick Swayze. Hell yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> if, if, you, if you want something that's like sepia-tinged and bleak, you got to go with Zack Snyder. Oh, I don't really want that either, though. <laughs> He's not wrong, though. Yeah, that. you're right. And it would be, the fight scenes would be a lot better. Yeah. Why did he well, smell that Maybe steak? you are right. <laughs> I think we need a Zack Snyder remake. With Batista as... With Batista! Yes! yes. Oh. And it's but, six and a half hours long. But, whoa, whoa, hold no, 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 on no, 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 there. No, no, no. <laughs> if, if you're going to do a Zack Snyder, I demand that he not have Final Cut or editing. Yeah, I'm down you know, with that. We'll bring, bring back the Hool Brothers yeah, like, for that. <laughs> I think still, if we had a mix say, of Snyder like, and Hool, we'd his, have a good movie. Like his, like most the Snyder Hool universe. Yes, his, I still say his uh, most professionally made film is the fucking zombie movie he made, like at the beginning of his career. Yeah, Dawn of the Dead is that's is great. still the best thing movie. he did, and that's like I don't think anybody argued about that. Well, like no, like people who are Zack Snyder stands will fucking argue. This fucking boat is pretty cool. Yeah, I like this boat because that suggests that they're where oceans used yeah. to be. Yeah. So I, I, that's a nice little bit of visual storytelling. Like and you know, and also I'm wondering, happen to be there because where the not putting, right? Uh, that's not a special. Where the effect. fuck are yeah. they? That this boat is in the middle of a desert. That's, I mean, what I, I, that's what I was thinking. Where would they film this? And I looked it up on the trivia, and like that is like a real boat that's out there in the desert. I don't know why, but it got lost. Can you imagine me the first mate going waking the captain yeah. up? Ah, uh, captain, sir, captain, uh, not sure where not we gonna, are. You're not gonna believe this shit, but uh, we appear to have run aground. All right, so here is the best character of the whole movie. Uh, his name is Dog, and uh, he's a dog. He's great. Yeah, that's like his best, his sole yes. quality. I feel is like dog. the best character is his wife's crimped hair. I, I think. Yes. I think I would name this dog Nunchucks. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Not yeah a, absolutely. Yeah, not until later would you. Right. Know that. Right. Well, I mean, he doesn't get a name now he because his name Patrick Swayze doesn't even have a name, so it probably didn't even occur to him to name the dog. No. I don't have a name. Names Why would this dog need a name? Names are for pussies. 
Come here, uh, dog. I, I usually hate the uh, the dude ponytails, but it looks way better when it's pulled back. This looks like shit. Yeah. Yeah, this is this is inexcusable. This looks real bad. It must have been hot, too. It just looks like two different heads of hair. Yes. Which we'll, we'll get into multiple heads of hair on the same head. Yeah. Uh, well, we did already, because he had yeah. his big bar fight scene. That was, you know, we we really got off track because we did not discuss how fucking ridiculous that bar fight was. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was terrible. But it's okay because we have plenty of other opportunities to discuss ridiculous <laughs> fighting fights. in this movie. So, okay, so let's take a look at this kid because Jugs. it looks like at the end of the movie this kid gains about 30 pounds. Does he look the same now that he looked at the end of the movie before? Patrick Swayze's Ding Dong is just balled up in the front of those pants. He wears dance belts. It's like a ball. Have you ever been to? Have you ever been to the zoo and seen like a ball python? It's a it ball looks, Ding Dong. It looks like he's got a <laughs> ball Ding Dong in his his pants. I also like the fact that he's wearing khaki chaps. Who's that? It appears to be a man, sir. Yeah. <laughs> I like that this gate is going to keep him out. Yeah. <laughs> this is how you keep away, uh... She locks the gate, like. Well, there we go. So he's coming here because his mentor was supposed to and died. Right? So he's picking up where he left off. No, yeah. he's out for revenge. Well, yeah, I think at this point, yeah, he's out for revenge. He okay. wants to kill the guys yeah. who killed his mentor. Gotcha. Um, I don't think his intent is to take the place of the and be the peacemaker. Because obviously, at this point in the future, uh, they're all aware of the Peacemaker series on HBO, and he's like, there's <laughs> yeah. no way I'm as cool as John Cena. Hell no. I don't want to even try that. No helmet. So he looks up at that pyramid thing. Like that's going to be something later? Right. Yeah, and it's not. And it just occurs to me now that it's not. No. I thought there was going to be like a security system or a laser or something. It doesn't do shit. Does, and it, does, does it, it, like, is it the same symbol that's tattooed on his chest? It kind of looks like that. Oh, yeah. So, like, maybe but, it's something to do with, like, his war unit that he served in, because later we find out that her husband also served in the war. But, uh... As you know, I I thought it was going to turn out he's good at fixing lasers or good at repairing security systems. As as we find out over the course of the movie, he's not good at he's anything. He's not good at anything. No. He's not even good at drinking water he's out of a, tiny, out of a little little ladle. tiny thimble ladle. <laughs> <laughs> so, when I told you guys we we're going to be watching this, none of you had seen it, right? No, I saw it like. Oh, that's right. You said you. I saw it. it like in the late '80s on VHS because my mom rented it because she wanted to fuck Patrick Swayze. Which I mean, everybody's mom in yeah. the '80s wanted to fuck Patrick Swayze. Um, I had never seen it. Tark, 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 just over there tarking off. <laughs> Tui, Tui, and Tark. I forgot about Tui. And the other guy's name is Off. Is it? Yeah. Off. Off. Like Oof. he's off. <laughs> yeah, that's not wrong. Yeah. Uh, so let's talk about Tark. He's the Tarkin best. He is, in this movie anyway, he is very clearly the guy you hire when you can't afford Hulk Hogan. Yep. Yeah. But he has other credits to his name, most notably... Uh, he was one of the replicants in Blade Runner. Yeah. I'll tell you about my mother. Oh, that's where I know him from. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He just wasn't blonde in that movie. Yeah. And he's done hundreds of other movies. Yeah, he's been in tons yeah. of other stuff. As a matter of fact, was he... 
No, he wasn't in Ghost. That was the other weird dude. Right, I know who you're talking about. Who looks nothing like him, but I think in the sense that they're both character actors that are very specific and have been in a lot of things. That's where my brain kind of mixed signals Yeah, there. he's one of those that I'm like, oh, that guy. Like, where I've seen him in a million movies but could not name a single one. Uh, yeah, right, right. Off the top of my head, you know? He's been in Things. Yeah. Well, he, he wasn't in stuff. Things. No, no, he was not in Things. <laughs> Probably, to his credit, he was not in <laughs> Things. Anybody who wasn't in Things is very yeah, lucky. that's a plus in, in their book. Although I am Facebook friends with Barry J. Gillis. You know things is good because they watched it on Joe Bob's Drive-In. Mm. I think things is incredible. I mean, it is. However, All right. okay, okay, this you're doing a dandy job, fellows. This, this is something right here. This is where this is the the Pope of butt plugs. Yeah, he's great, and I wish we had more of him. He only gets two scenes. Yeah. And, like, he is glorious. Once I saw him, I was like, oh, fuck yeah, this movie's going to turn around and be awesome. And then he wasn't in it anymore. And I was like, okay. He's he's only in it at the uh, the Valley Revival meeting or whatever. And that's, like, it. That's, all we, that's the rest of what we get from him. But I would imagine if they had been able to continue on with the Steel yeah, Dawn still verse. Yeah, Yeah, he would have had a bigger role. Then it would have been Steel Dawn 2, the Sultan of Butt Plugs. Yeah, I think I would have been all about him. Because yeah. Patrick Swayze leaves. Yeah. Spo- spoiler. <laughs> but Pat, at the end of this, Patrick Swayze just packs his shit up and takes off. He doesn't give a fuck about this valley. Yeah, this little vehicle's cool. He's riding around on a bicycle wheel. Just one. It's like a unicycle that's being propelled by four men. I will say I think the vehicles and the costumes and the weapons are pretty badass. One, I don't know. You remember the fucking bobsleds? Sam's I, I kind of like them, though. Yeah, I like them. They're dumb, but I like them. Yeah. I'd, buy a, a, I'd, I'd buy a toy of it. Yeah. They make a woo-woo-woo noise. Yeah, but, like, it's because you just by looking around, you'll buy a toy of just about anything. Well, okay. That's fair. I wouldn't buy a toy of that kid. All right, you guys, look at this kid. Is this the same kid? I like maybe they it is because there's like he's got like a mole above his lip and the other. Well, you kid, can draw that in. Did, did too. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that they had mole budget for this movie. No, they didn't have a marker. <laughs> I don't know. This kid's appearance changes drastically in a scene at the end yeah. of this movie. His face gets I feel like less, it's the and same his kid, neck gets really but fat. I feel like he gained like a good. A lot of weight and had a different reshoot. hairstyle. Yeah, yeah. His hair was definitely different. Yeah, his hair was different, and yeah, I think the lighting was different. So, well, the lighting was definitely different. But well, yeah, because he was actually he was indoors yeah. for that, and it was a moment where it was like shockingly. Yeah, but I feel like probably it was maybe six months later. Yeah, like, and yeah, he they're probably like, <laughs> yeah. And the kid got a growth spurt or a. Grew out. Yeah, yeah he grew, his, yeah, his, he grew his, out. His <laughs> body was preparing for a growth yes. spurt. That's what's happening to me right now. <laughs> you, <laughs> yeah, I'm getting ready for a growth spurt. <laughs> yeah, me too. A couple years from now, I'll be I'm seven gonna feet be, tall. Yeah, by, by the time Dragon Con rolls around, I'll, I'll be uh, seven foot two. Yeah. I'll be like Omos. <laughs> Tark. You'll be. You'll move slow and won't so sell for Tark anybody. has well, his name on his outfit. I mean, that's me anyway. <laughs> yes. I, I want to point that out, that Tark has his name on his outfit. Because we're like, what is this asshole's name, Tark? And it, it was. Yeah, it we, was. we know his name because it, it says like Tark a, on his shirt. He's like a gas station attendant. Yeah. 
So here's the big meeting of all the people that live in the valley, uh, including the Sultan of Butt Plugs. Yeah. Oh, hey, look, there's a fucking person with some melanin. The only one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he runs Butt Plugs. In the town. desert. The only, the only one. Plug Town. Yeah. Um, this is the cool little amplified stage where if you stand on it, your voice is amplified for some reason. Well, I mean, you can tell because the back part is shaped kind of like an old-timey microphone. Yeah, and I really so feel that's like, how that works. I yeah. feel like that that was their intent. I think that's 100% they're insane. thinking. insane. That's yeah. how it works. It's not a sound No, works. no, that's how acoustics work. Actually, I would buy it more if that was in front of them. Like, I would kind of buy it. But yeah, it, it had a little tube. Yeah. That that would have been awesome if it was that in the front, and then it was almost like a Dr. Seuss-looking... Yeah, little, yeah, she had to put her mouth yeah. up to it. Yeah. She's like, all right, everybody! I'd be down with that. Fucking Horton Hears a Sandstorm. So you can even see right there, that's the letter that they were looking at. Yeah. Like, it's the same. it's the same paper. It's not the same letter. It's the same... Paper? Metallic Later. paper for some fucking reason that the uh, that the dude had. Oh, and here's the bad guy, Danielle. Here come the guy, Dan Hill, <laughs> Dan Miller. What is up with the casting of this guy? I don't know. I thought he's all right. <sighs> I he, I mean he's he gives me like con vibes a little. He's bit. evil for sure, but uh, he doesn't do anything. Know. He doesn't well, physically do anything. Like I feel like his, his evil power is that he's rich, so yeah. he can pay other people to do things. You can tell stuff. he's rich because he has scaffolding. Yeah, yeah, he has the razor wire. Why oh, is that guy looking at my boots? Yeah, he does look. They focus it on his boots. Like, okay, so I just reason. I just noticed well, that. No, because Patrick Swayze saw the guys who uh, killed his friend's boots. My voice recorder is having some kind of fit here, so yeah. hopefully my phone recorder. Is uh gonna? Yeah, it looks like that should be fine. Yeah. Great. Uh, electronics have been failing me so fucking badly lately. It's driving me crazy. Damn. Well, that stinks. Yeah, it's horrible. Uh, my okay. Speaking of my phone, so the Bluetooth when I try to record video using a Bluetooth like earpiece or something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It fucks up. It doesn't work, and it's the phone. It's not the earpiece. Ah. So there's nothing I can do about it. And I've gone online, tried to figure out what the problem is. What it's, it's just like, yeah, you just got a shitty one. And because this thing doesn't have a fucking audio jack, oh yeah, it's nothing you can do. Yeah, yeah. And no phones now. No new phones. No. Nope. Well, have them some like budget mid-range phones have. Well, who wants a budget mid-range phone? <laughs> Tark would have a budget. Tark would have a but he well, Tark would have a jitterbug. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. <laughs> Hello, Kesha. Your father has your has a package. I'll say. <laughs> That's party. God, look at Swayze's butt. It yeah, is toit. Yeah. <laughs> they show toit and round. Yeah, they do show it yeah. a lot. Hey, they know. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I would. I'm all right with the little weird uh, wind scooters. Yeah, yeah, I like, I like them. Yeah. Wish they put some sort of motor on them. They can go a little faster, though. And like, <laughs> yeah, I don't understand yeah. how they work. Arnold Vosloo, the mummy yeah. slash Zartan slash all kinds of other this great roles. First, uh, I love roles. that guy. 
good old Tark. But I mean, like, you know, all, all the costumes look pretty cool. Like, Tark's ridiculous outfit looks pretty fucking cool. Yeah, I mean, it look it looks right for what this is supposed to yeah, be. Yeah, it all looks so, like it goes in the same world, except for that dude's flannel shirt. <laughs> <laughs> that one dude. Well, and all the, like, the settings and everything, like, it's all, it's all very Doctor Who-y. Yeah. Like, they found a location that they could use that kind of looked like what they wanted. And then built some rickety shit in it. Yeah. Very rickety. Yeah, the location and costumes are good. The sets are not great, Yeah, they're they're very minimal. Yeah. It would feel like it's supposed to be minimal, though. Like, their lives are not great. Nothing is palatial. Everything looks shitty. it, it, It looks shitty, but it looks shitty in the way that, like, a really crappy art department... With yeah. a minimal budget, assemble the set, and you can tell it kind of I mean, looks look like at a like, set, as opposed to like a rundown settlement. I mean, look at like Beyond Thunderdome. But this had like to, what a tenth yeah. of the budget of yeah. Beyond Thunderdome. Yeah. But like, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just. Saying, I don't feel that the sets could have been any better than what they are. Not for the money. Mm-hmm. Also I was problem. disappointed in the bad guy's lair. I'm not the bad guy's yeah. lair kind of sucks shit. Like, like this town's well, alright. Okay. And that's night, where I kind of was like... At night, the it, bad guy's lair cool. looked yeah. awesome. Yeah, I agree. They never should have shot anything no. there during no. the day because it looks like a tent on a stick. It's fucking pitiful. Yeah. Yeah, like this looks alright. Yeah, this, uh, this is fine. This is a shitty yeah. little market for desperate people trying I'm to survive. really mad that after all this shit happened, jugglers are still around. Ju- jugglers? Yeah. Juggalos? Jug- jugglers? Jugglers? Yeah. <laughs> Fago! I, but I think that's a thing. Like, there's there are always going to be people trying to, like... Busk. Entertain. Yes. Yeah. Like, that's that's been a thing. That's always going to be a thing. That's actually something I was wondering about, though, because we're... Um, Now begins the fight where we beat each other with a large turkey leg. Which is, I mean, my favorite kind of fight. I want to see the large turkey. I was going to say. That's true. Yeah, what is that? We don't see any animals other than dogs and horses. An ostrich? That could be a dog leg. There's a horse. That's definitely They have horses. (laughs) No. It's some sort Um, of giant poultry. This is something to put out there to, to think about. An upcoming episode of the show... We're going to be talking about jobs. And what the fuck did people do, like, back when everything was just farms and... Oh, yeah. Like, like my dumb job, or a desk job, or, like, think about all the stupid jobs that people have now. Yeah. You mean what I, did people do you mean I, that I, weren't <laughs> farmers or, or blacksmiths? Yeah. You mean I, I couldn't have sold fake digital Magic the Gathering? Because <laughs> 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 like, not everybody was a farmer or a blacksmith. What did, what did people do? What, what if like there were like medi- everybody what had if a- there were medieval influencers, Dave? Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, like, did everybody have a craft... Yeah. I think you either had you a craft. Had there were or so few people. Yeah, you were like a hooker, or <laughs> yeah, or you were dead. Yeah, that's a craft. That is a craft. So yeah. there were so fewer people yeah. then that like hashtag sex work is work. You had somebody yes. that made the shoes. 
Somebody that made the clothes, somebody that was the blacksmith, somebody that like as we as we as we clearly saw. We had, just jerk off animals for a we, living. We had the uh, we, we had the guy who was. Uh, I feel like back in the day they were just like, "There you go." See, that's the kind of shit I would. We had the, they would just get like two together and be like, "There you go." We had the we had the butt plug vendor. I mean, somebody probably, has to be a butt plug vendor. Uh, I'm sure oh, yeah. Somebody has to carve the wooden then. butt plugs. Yeah. Oh gosh! Yikes! Can you imagine getting like a low quality and you get splinters? Good God. Oof. Ass splinters would be real bad. And then you'd have to have the guy who who was the specialist who dug the splinters out of people's butt. <laughs> and that's all he does. All that's day. it. That's the his butt job. splinter guy. Yeah. yeah. But they didn't know you're, anything about you're, medicine back then, so yeah. they would just attach leeches to your butthole. Yeah, yeah. yeah. they stick a leech like, in your butt. Here's, a, here's some leeches for your butthole, and like do some cocaine about it. Yeah. You're know. gonna yeah. you're gonna go to the the third hut on the left. That's that's uh, Mertwin. He's the uh, he'll take care of your splintery butthole. Cocaine. Was so legal. the sets are so yeah. unoppressive that like whatever the uh, whenever the uh, bad guys are trying to do some shit, they're like. Oh, we're gonna destroy your town! They just like knock over like some metal. They just knock over one thing. Like, one little. Yeah. Well, that's probably all they could afford to fuck yeah. up. Yeah. Like, we, look, we have to leave the rest of this set intact. You guys can knock over that fire tube. <laughs> yep. And that's it. And if you mess anything else up, you're fucking fired. Yeah. yeah. So I, uh, I, I found a hilarious uh, bit of uh, Sigmund Freud trivia where he was talking about. Giving a successful lecture, said so. I gave my lecture yesterday. Despite a lack of preparation, I spoke quite well and without hesitation, which I ascribed to the cocaine I had taken beforehand. <laughs> I told about my discoveries in brain anatomy, all very difficult things that the audience certainly didn't understand. But all that matters is they get the impression that I understand it. <laughs> wow, he really was a genius. Yeah. 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 That's awesome. That's literally that's what I do. Yeah. Use some cocaine and sound confident. That's great. Well, I mean, I don't do the that that part. I, I don't, don't do cocaine, but I have no. bullshitted my way through this many years in life, and I will continue to do yeah. so. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just it's, yeah. I don't even. I'm better than Sigmund Freud because <laughs> I don't even need cocaine yeah. to do that. And like. I don't even have to like go anywhere and give a lecture. I like get up. You take, just do cocaine anyway. Take three steps out of bed, sit down at my desk, and watch YouTube videos, and somehow get paid. Hell yeah, that's pretty awesome. I mean, occasionally I do have to do real work. So what you're saying is life now is better than back when everybody had to know how to make shoes. Yes, yes. life so now is better than co- when cocaine was legal. Uh, yeah, there, yeah. Believe there it or not, Mike. I, I, don't I don't. Well, we're. T- I think we're talking about two different. Because I'm talking about like uh, way, way back when there were still castles and kings and shit. Back when people didn't know what to do with like human waste. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I don't think they necessarily. I don't know. <laughs> back when, when they're just like, what do you want to wash your hands for? Right. Yeah. I don't. I don't know when cocaine Washing was invented exactly. <laughs> but I think <laughs> mine predates cocaine being. As widely available as as when Arian's talking about. Yeah. yeah. All right. So hear me out. Steel Dawn remake. Zack Snyder directing. Batista as the peacemaker guy or whatever, or the nomad. Um, who's playing Tark? Ooh. Uh, uh, man, that's hard to cast. Zach Galifianakis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm good with that. Yeah. Yeah. I like, yeah. It. I like it. Yeah. All right, this is the most disgusting scene of the Yeah, this movie. is pretty gross. I don't he like is, this at all. 
shoveling well, like, not only in that, but like, Also, there's no bread here. By the way, yeah, Lord. yeah. Okay, yeah. so Ryan, this right. is his wife. And Watch, she's they're, they're going to have a major continuity. She's here. trying hard not to laugh. Oh no, he picked up and put the oh, bread. Oh, he did. You're right. Okay, but like okay. it still looks it's still weird. a little weird. That is disgusting. Yeah, it's all on trying. his face. I wonder shit? if he's trying to make her laugh. I think like so. if this is a little bit between them. They had to film this like all day. Like he's just being silly. Because like, this is way what, over the top. What gross. if? What if like the the director's like, no, we have to convey that you're like you know a barely you're you're a mostly a savage. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. It's, It'd be a real it's piece something. Of shit. I don't know that the director had a whole lot to do with no. a no. lot of this. Like what? Yeah, what is the creative <laughs> choice with just making him eat like a disgusting? Like, I mean, she mentions it. Well, she says, you know, you you look like you've never eaten before, and he was like, "You're nice. I eat like a pig." But uh, what is? It's, but why? It's, it's not. I think it's <laughs> it's supposed to be a little character work and a little charm, but it's not. It's just gross because he's not. Patrick Swayze's just not good at being a pig. No. He's a man of class and distinction and just didn't pull off being a sloppy pig. Yeah, I didn't buy it. It's a tragedy. And now they're going to both do their best to not light her hair on fire. Aquanet teased, yeah. saturated hair. In a world like this, it's remarkable to me that her hair is as quaffed as it is. In a world, I think this in a world going <laughs> In a world of steel dawns. Uh, I think that her her hair is just an after effect of the, the sand Sandstorms? Yes. Sandstorms does have a uh, side effect of making ladies' hair crimp. I That's what yeah. I think. I think that's Clearly. science. I, Why I think the proof the is fuck here. is this movie called Steel Dawn? <laughs> because they wanted people to think it was the sequel yeah. to Red Dawn. That's the only... That's literally it. Only reason because it is not a good name for this movie at all and do you know why they, they wanted, wanted people wanted to people think it was think the it sequel was to red dawn because it is <laughs> if, they, if they wanted people to think it was the sequel to red dawn they should have called it red or dawn yeah or they like, should have like had him wearing a, a like you know still like looking all badass but like have like a wolverine shirt or something like that i feel been. like that would have have gotten them in trouble yeah probably you wear this Michigan Wolverines jersey. I wonder <laughs> if that's even why he doesn't have a name, so they don't have to commit to it being a different name from whatever his name, Bodie or whatever his oh, name was. And he was Bodie at point. Break. He was Bodie in something. Yeah. Yeah. Point Blake. He should always. He Wait, should this always is a sequel Bodie. to Point Break. <laughs> <laughs> How's that possible? It's a this is point break. this is after the wave <laughs> that he caught. The wave was so big, yeah. all of the water flew off of the earth. <laughs> <laughs> and and that's what led Sandy Wasteland. That's what led to this, even though this movie came out before Point Break. I feel like that's a valid theory. They were planning ahead. Yeah, it was just a that that big a wave, and that's why Keanu Reeves was like, "No, you can't go stop him because the wave's going to be so big, bro." And this is the part where he's like, "I don't understand how your female brain thought about." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> who thought, who thought of, of this? I did. No, really, I what, did. What? What's the name of yeah. the guy who did but, this? Yeah, but you're a girl. Yeah, <laughs> but no, but like, what man showed you how to do this though? Like, I mean. Like, what guy? What man? Was it Tark? It couldn't have been Tark. It definitely wasn't Tark. Tark's, <laughs> you do dumb, Tark's dumber than a woman. <laughs> Whores are going to migrate here. 
I've got to, I've got to do a little double check on the old phone here and make sure everything's happening that's supposed to be happening. This is very annoying. And now after talking, okay, it's still going. So now after talking shit about my phone, I'm expecting it to save the day here. I guess that's no way to treat your your uh, electronic friend. Apparently not. So yeah. So now taking a bath. Waste. Okay. This this whole. Because my theory was, He's oh, this is his plan to draw these people yeah. out. It's not. No. His, his dumb ass, for some reason, decided to take this duct tape bucket out into the middle of the <laughs> desert. Haul all, you know how heavy water is? Eight and a half uh, pounds per gallon. Water's the heavy buckets as are right there. Yeah. The buckets are right there. And he dragged this water out into the middle of the desert for no reason. To wash his party city wig, which, by the way, this scene is the only one in which his hair looks natural yeah. at all. Yeah. yeah. He's out there just whistling like Donnie Benet. <laughs> <laughs> Truly. I mean, Mr. the tub could not possibly be smaller. He's he is bathing in a bucket. Well, I wish he was in like a giant, like white bathtub with the with the <laughs> feet, feet on it. Yeah, <laughs> just in the middle of the sand. And he's like, "What? You never seen a man's dick before?" I mean, that's essentially what he says. Yeah, yeah. it would have been okay. So, <laughs> you ever seen a grown man naked? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he said do you like, that, do you like the gladiator movies? <laughs> yeah. He says that, and then one of the goons is like, "You're really cool." <laughs> yeah. All right, I want to see what he says here about the pointy objects. Oh, uh, the sharp objects. All right. This will come back later, folks. Yeah, shockingly, it it does. Yeah. That is writing. Well, there are a couple of writing. there are a couple of callbacks yeah, like they that. Pretty good with that. Swayze and uh, I'm just gonna watch Tony Katane. <laughs> yes. Get, get a lot of that. Wait, if you were killed, you'd be dead by now. Is that what you said? Probably. He said if I wanted you killed. Oh. <laughs> if you were killed, you'd be dead by now. I love the fact that he's straight up just washing his toes. Like, that shows him. What, what part of your... Like, if he stood up and cleaned out his butthole, that's the only way he could have he been, like, less concerned about these dudes. Yeah. Turns around and touches his toes and just, <laughs> and just reaches up. Fucking cleans it out. You guys, you guys, you, you keep on talking. Whatever your your blibbity blue coming out of your mouth I mean, is, I but I gotta it. clean the old brown eyes. So you just I got a hang, that needs hang back. I haven't taken a bath in yeah. three years. six years. Yeah, I gotta it's scale some dirt on this bad boy. I would just like to point out that all this talk of buttholes is not my fault for once. Well, I know I've been the actually, more buttholes. Yeah, you up were. Tonight, yeah. You dubbed you dubbed our friend the Sultan of butt plugs. Yeah, Arian has been strangely. Uh, but quiet. Yeah. He's been butt silent tonight. But, but silent. <laughs> I've taken the butt mantle. I got it. I got it all out of my system listening to uh, Donnie Penang earlier. That man is liquid sex. It's true. Buttholes, vaginas, penises, whatever. If Donnie Penang's got all of them. If I was capable of whistling, I would. I would whistle a little bit from "Girl of My Dreams" right now. Yeah, I can't whistle. Did you know that? I didn't know Why that. Why would you know that? I can't. I, I don't know. I, well, I I hate whistling, and it's not because I can't whistle. It's because whistling is disgusting 
and annoying. I feel the same way about whistling as I do humming, in the sense that I hate both of them. Humming is annoying, but it doesn't bother me as much as whistling. I feel like humming is a thing that old dudes do that they don't know that they're doing. Hey, I wonder what this guy's mm. name is. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he'll stand up and have a name tag on. <clears throat> so they're yeah, they're using the they're power for the windmill. Using is that fan the supposed to cool windmill. the valley off? Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's yeah, that's the I, know what's happening? I don't understand how any of this works. I, it, it's somehow it's pulling the water up out of that yeah. out of that but lady's hole. But normally you would use a windmill. <laughs> To generate energy, well, she's got and a not damp- energy to generate a windmill. Well, right. <laughs> she's got a damp hole, and the fan <laughs> brings it up out. Right. <laughs> the fan's got to blow in the, and pull she, in the damp They did hole. go to town to get a pump. Yeah, yeah. so she showed so Patrick Swayze the pump. Her, her wet secret cave. Yeah, exactly. And now they're just sucking the moisture <laughs> out of her cave. <laughs> Her moist cave. Her, her <laughs> cave was flooded, and now it was. It was her, totally yeah, wet. Her yeah. basement was flooded, so they needed a, a windmill to suck it all up. This never comes back into play. It was kind of annoys me. Yeah, uh, I, I wish he had gotten the opportunity I to guess race. This is to show that he'll know. He knows how to drive. And that's totally what it is. Yeah, yeah. Because otherwise, you wouldn't think this kid would be capable of anything. No, sure. nothing. Sure. Here is your dawn. Yeah, it's a steel dawn. Oh, there's steel. steel. There's yeah. steel oh, there steel log done. Oh, done. It makes sense. They nailed it. <laughs> nailed it. I was wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I should have never double O three. Yeah, okay, so this is the part I miss where they all get shit faced and yeah. have sex with each other. Tark, Tark is out. Yeah, is Tark tarked is tarked out. up. <laughs> he is he fully tarked, tarked up. up and tarked out. Yeah. Tarker Poor little fellas all tarked out. out. <laughs> so she's got some kind of weird velour <laughs> bathrobe situation. Wasteland nightgown. Sure, sure. And he's, he's fucking standing on his head like a dick. Usual. I wonder if she watches this movie now and goes, why did we do this? <laughs> but like... I, I would I feel like she she probably loves it. Like it she knows it I'm saying she knows it's shitty, yeah. but she's probably like, you know what, we got to do this together. We got a lot of well they made yeah, they made like four or five movies together. Did they? Yeah. yeah. But what else were they both in? Uh, I'm not the Swayze expert. Well you I'm don't have the, to be I'm not the Swayzeologist. That's okay, our our Googleologist is on it. <laughs> Again, like I'm not a uh you know, Zenologist or, or Yogaologist or whatever, but I didn't know that for meditation you had to actually invert your entire self. Yeah, yeah, it do doesn't work if you don't so, do that. Yeah, she was actually in Next of Kin. Oh damn! She oh. was also in Letters from a Killer, One Last Dance, and Grand View, USA. I, I don't know what any, any of that of is, <laughs> but I guess if we. If Swayze where he continues on for we'll find the out. next decade, we're we're gonna find out what these are. I don't know. Wait, if we run out of Patrick Swayze movies, do we have to start doing Patrick Swayze's, Swayze's wife's movies? I think she was only in his. Or movies, was she only right? in Patrick Swayze movies? That's a good question. Let's check and see. Yeah, Google that. We still Google. We still have several. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we've we've got a few more years to go before yeah. we get to that point. Then we'll watch. Like that is the most awkward kissing. 
Why didn't you guys tell life? me how weird this was? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, especially with them being married. You think like, they had a kissed a couple times before? That that looked like when you have young actors who've obviously never kissed anybody before. Yeah. And so they have to kiss like passionately for the role. It looked like people that you're like, never "Ooh, I can't." Each other or anyone else before. Yeah. She was in like 12 movies. And five of them were Patrick Swayze. Movies. Okay, so yeah, we I don't think we'll she get ever. Married to him? How long were they married when they made? Like eighty four ish. Okay, so three Until years. Until he died. So. I, I, I let me just tell you, after three years, I, I pretty much knew how to kiss my lady. Yeah. Now it might have taken three years, but by by the three year point, she's like turn over. He's like, no, it's all right. She's like turn over. Turn. Over. Like, yeah. Okay. Yes, dear. Well, and this is where uh, we take the, the marriage. Never done this level. before. Yep. Yeah. Oh. Just, just relax. Relax. Bloop. This relax. is called pegging. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think the Europeans invented it. Let it happen. I know what I'm doing. Don't fight. <laughs> I'm, gl- I'm glad you cleaned your butthole. <laughs> yeah. I was married to a soldier. <laughs> well, yeah, she she died really young too. Oh, she's dead. Yeah. Oh man, now this makes us all a bummer. Yeah, she wow. died like in her fifties. Holy shit! Well, oh, Patrick, I, didn't, I thought she was so. Patrick like... Swayze died in his fifties. Yeah. Oh, you're right. <laughs> Never mind. This article uh, they worded it really weird, but yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. Words they, are they talking about him. Yeah, they were talking yeah. about him. Oh, uh, so she's still alive? Yeah. Yeah. I was okay. say, I think she's. Dead. I thought she was still alive. As long as one of them is still alive, I feel like we can make fun of this movie. Yes. <laughs> well, but if they were both dead, I'd, I'd be a little bummed out. This is the part we that can make she fun said, of that shitty kid, no matter what. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and, and we don't even need to look up if he's still alive. I don't want to know about it. And, she there's, says, al- and there's always Tark. She there's says my husband Tark. is oh, dead. Oh, he is dead. Tark is dead. Yeah. Damn it! <laughs> Stop looking shit up. He, he died. In, he died in his fifties. We, don't well, need to know we do this things. in honor of. And this is, is this is uh, it's actually Tarkuary. <laughs> wow. That will be that's what we'll do we'll when we run out of Swayzuary. Yeah. We'll we'll switch over and, and we'll do Tarkuary. I like it. And while they were exploring um, each other's buttholes, femdom roles, someone came and knocked over their fan. <laughs> that <Femdong>. was it. <laughs> femdom. Oh, hey. I hate to see it. These guys look so dumb. And I mean, I think they're definitely supposed to, but yeah. they're really good at it. Like, maybe too good yeah. at it. I don't really know why. Like, why they'd have two complete dumbasses working the farm, but... It's got, a, like, a Jake Lloyd look to it. I think everybody is kind of a dumbass. Yeah. That's yeah. Because, like, let's look at the main character in this movie, Patrick Swayze, who's not very good at anything. Yeah. So, like, they have to be leveled down from him. Yeah, true. And that kid doesn't have a lot going on. And we yeah. call him Patrick... Obviously, Patrick Swayze is not dumb. He's awesome. We love Patrick Swayze. But his character in this... Not good. Not, not good who, at anything. Who doesn't have a name, so we have to refer to him as Patrick Swayze. Well, I guess we can call him Nomad, because that's, that's always credit. That's dumb, though. It's well, it's... it's, it's yeah. uh, look, are you trying to tell me... That the name that they gave Steve Rogers when he quit being Captain America is dumb. Is that what you're trying to say, Nicole? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I can't really argue this that. Looks oh, so look how so big badass. that looks yeah, massive. Yeah. Why does awesome. it look so fucking stupid during the day? It does. I guess it's everything dumb. looks dumber during the day. I guess. Not wrong. Yeah. 
I don't like looking at stuff during the day. I'd rather look at stuff at night. Yeah, uh, there's a lot of times things look better when you're at night. Yeah. And you wake up and you're like, oh, crap, that looks awful, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What was I thinking? I mean, Absolutely. that looks like some giant towering structure. Yeah, I yeah. thought it was a massive, like, yeah. and I thought it was a whole encampment with, like, horse camps and, like, igloos and yeah, shit. Yeah. And, like, in the day, it's just like a piece of scaffolding. Here's, here's another little piece of my disappointment with this movie, though, is seeing that giant structure. I, because I didn't, I didn't remember this movie at all. I remembered it was, it was Patrick Swayze with a sword in the desert, and that was, like, it. I, while we were watching this before, I was like, oh shit, there's probably going to be some kind of crazy fight with them in that structure, like jumping around between the yeah, beams. Yeah, that would make sense. Yeah. And, and by this point in our first viewing, my expectations had not been properly managed. Yeah. Okay, the, so here are the six titties. Here's the R rating. Oh, I was wrong, because she has a shirt yeah, on. Yeah, there's so you were three right. titties. You were right. You only see one of Wait, hers. three titties. One, two, and three. She's not wrong. Yeah, you see three, two full tits, a side tit, and then zero tits. Okay, all right. You, well, I, I mean, I have to I, trust your. I am a titty boob expert. Yeah, you're, you're a tittyologist. Mm. Yes. You're, you're our senior tittyologist. <laughs> yeah, I have a degree in tittyology. Tittyotomy. Yeah. <laughs> that was a funny little bit. That's literally the only funny thing in the whole movie. I think. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so here are these guys, the guard there are four guards total in this entire fucking place. Yep. And uh Tark and Nomad have decided that they have to get past them and clearly there's nowhere else they can go. No, no, no. Nothing there's to do. There's no way around. No. Because they're in a very enclosed space. Yeah. They're uh, on an island of yeah, of and, then, and then he says it only takes a second to break a man's neck, which like I'm expecting. They don't some break badass, any necks. I know. I'm expecting some badass thing where he's gonna sneak up on him and break his neck, but no, they just loudly fight him with like yeah. the same loud well, he, punch sound effect. He like sneaks on. up on him and like yeah, grabs yeah. him by the foot and drags him off. And what is like, it with this guy and whistling? Yeah. yeah, and like everyone in the scene is like screaming and like somehow nobody notices. Well, like, they're all, to be fair, they're, they're all over there being a, sexually assaulted. Yeah, they're having a drunk whore so. party. <laughs> and I'll, I'll tell you right now, when I'm in the midst of a drunk whore party, I look at his, his khaki chaps crack me the fuck up. Like, I get that they're going for a real desert look, but, like, make them brown. Why yeah. are his chaps the same color as his trousers? He's got khaki pants and khaki chaps. It's too much khaki. Yeah. It's too not much. cool. I didn't know that was possible. This it's very possible. Could have been Honestly, so any awesome. Honestly, khaki is too much khaki. <laughs> this could have been so awesome, but it literally looks like a PA like lightly tossed that rock at that dude. Oh yeah, yeah totally. I was fully expecting it to blow through his head. Nope. No, it was like pink. Yeah. <laughs> There's no way that, and it even hit him like in a spot where, if it had any velocity whatsoever, I would have bought it, knocking him out. And can we just mention the fact that they came here with the sole purpose of stealing this one valve. Stealing the valve. They brought not a tool with them. How many tools did they bring? Zero. No tools. No tools. Not even one. No, not one tool, not not any Whoa. zero tools. Not I, three tools, zero that's tools. That's about as close to Patrick Swayze you're going to get. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Without being inside Patrick that's, Swayze. That's, yes. that's like really close. Inside uh, of his ear. I have, I have not to be frightening. done a large amount of valve removal <laughs> in my life, 
But I would feel that having tools to remove a valve Said would valve, be yes. important. And you would think if you were familiar with the valve and... You're going right, because Tark yeah. goes his way around a valve. Yeah, he's a valve guy. Tark he's a is valve a valve... Guy. He's a Tarking valve guy. Yes, that's his he, only thing. Yeah, <laughs> and so yeah, he like... job. Yeah, he, he literally does. is... That's it. He took, the, he took the broken valve off and he used a tool to take the broken valve off. He's going to go get a valve. Zero tools. But that's the plan that you get when you're with a guy who hides a body in the desert by laying down beside <laughs> the body in the desert. Like the guards are going to be like, hey, is that a body over there? I'll disguise oh, wait, it by there's, being another there's body. Two, there's two of them. It's okay. There's two. If it was one body, yeah. that would be weird. This, oh, I'm sorry. The two body But there's rule two dead bodies. Yeah. So that's fine. It's maybe the, wait, the maybe two the body rule, like, no problem. Bo- bo- yeah. Body alone, sound the alarm. Yeah, very body in pairs don't get scared. Yeah. That's the rule. Always. Yes. It's like I before E except after C. Same Only thing. for desert bodies. Same thing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> galloping horses cannot outrun. I was going to say, man, Patrick Swayze fast. Okay, so they he, do okay. say after this that he's real fast. That is one other That's thing true. he's good at. He's really good at running and jumping on to... to yeah. Uh, and, and doing carriages and doing running after deep. horses, wagons, yes, and tumbling. He would have made a great, uh, you know, like mid to late nineties uh, WCW cruiserweight. Oh, well, but he's not really aerial tumbling. He's all he's a it's ground. A somersault he's guy. a ground tumbler. Yeah, he's a somersault guy. Which would fit him in right now because every fucking wrestler in the world right now just loves to do those little rolls all the time. Flippy-doo. Fucking rolling all. Well, no, they're not even flippy doos. They where they like they hit him in the corner and they run away and then they roll for no reason whatsoever. Yeah. Like Becky Lynch does it all the time. Like all of us, Sammy Guevara, Sammy Guevara, Sammy Guevara does it all the time. All those people just rolling and for like, I no like, reason. I like Sammy. Sammy's Guevara. fucking incredible, but he yeah. used to cut it out with the fucking rolls. Yeah. <laughs> They're stupid. We're 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 veering into cornet territory. At least here. Austin Theory, when he rolls, he pops up and does a drop kick or a clothesline or some shit. These other people are just rolling for no reason, like they're fucking wagon wheels. Oh shit. You're not a wagon wheel, you're a wrestler. Uh, this is where Speaking of wrestlers, here's, <laughs> here's our budget Hulk Hogan. Damn Nil is a terrible bad guy name. Yeah. Yes. Every time they say it, I'm like, are they saying Danielle? It sounds like Danielle. Yeah. Which which honestly would be better than Dan Mill. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Tark, he's he's good at valves. You know what else he's good at? Being a little bitch. Yeah. He's yeah. A- Definitely. Oh, this is the quickest like story. Like the whole arc is so. It okay, so, so fast. It it's. Oh shit! Now it's now he's so the, shitty he's cool and stupid and poorly executed. But I'm so happy that it is because I don't need yeah. 30 minutes of him like <laughs> going bad and doing. Fuck it. I would Just, be I would be kind of okay with that though if he joined the bad guys. I I don't want that out of Tark. If the no, kid I like did my it, Tark Pure. If the kid did it, that'd be fine. Because yeah. <laughs> we already. The kid's like, my mom's a bitch. I want to be a bad yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. Mom wouldn't give me fucking sweets after midnight. Do you know what my mom does before. in the morning instead of making me breakfast? Fucking teases her hair out. And then, <laughs> yeah. Two hours. And then two hours, you guys. She's working on her hair. I'm hungry in our little mud hut fucking kitchen. And then she, and she's teasing and then she her hair. She like sleeps with some dude whose name she doesn't even know. Putting stuff in his butt. I don't even you know, understand what's happening. So easily find her water stash. Yeah. Yeah. 
It's like behind a, a bush. <laughs> so you're telling me her secret wet cave is behind a bush? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's behind a oh, little bush. I mean, look, yeah, this is the future. Hygiene <laughs> hygiene is what it is. I'm sure her bush looks like the back of Patrick Swayze's neck. <laughs> yeah. She's got several wings glued down there. And that's, and that's <laughs> all, that's <laughs> all crimped, there is not too. A lot of, there is not a lot of uh, waxing going on. It's no, so no. She crimps her hair, and then she crimps her pubes. <laughs> True. I bet, there was, I bet there was absolutely no butthole bleaching. He no. saw her, he saw her naked, and he was like, oh, "Those are those are some interesting panties." And she's like, "I'm not wearing panties. <laughs> <laughs> it's a merkin." <laughs> it's odd that you wear fur shorts in this heat. <laughs> uh, we're uh, weird. Got a big old bush. So we've got another. Uh, uh, this could very well be the same set as the first tavern. Oh yeah, right. maybe that's this is the, this is the like in Meridian, the town. No, I'm saying the same set. Oh yes, it, it probably almost certainly is. Um, Arian Meridian's not real. Th- <laughs> <laughs> it's still real to me, damn it! <laughs> Look, this guy's even wearing like almost a championship belt. He is. Only he's just a champion of being a bitch. He also has breasts. <laughs> I mean, look. No. Listen, that's uh, and it's okay. It's yeah, okay. It's old. You get you get older, gentlemen. There's only so much you can do about that kind of genetics. That's right. You just call him a pig fucker. This lighting makes Patrick Swayze look like fucking Bob Seger. It's weird. Well, the whole rest of the movie, he's looked like Chris hey, Pontius. So yeah. turn turn the page. Turn the page. <laughs> Gross. God, he just fell in a fucking Ziploc bag of wine. Here he goes. I feel like in the eighties there were tele, like television ads for foil bags of wine. Is that the thing? <laughs> I don't know. Also, this is like a shitty boss fight. You know, I know there you was get, a like, UD forty song about they, like, wine. Hit the wall. Yeah, yeah, wine. that's it's exactly like, what it is. Like, like, yeah. Are you red, red wine in a foil no, bag? No, I guess you're not. Okay, yeah. I'm orange. I thought you were wearing matching plaid shirts. For just a second, mine's a creep show shirt. Wow, nice! I d- I really like those shirts, yeah. But I know for a fact that even their biggest size is not going to fit me right. So I, it's comfy as shit. I'm sure. Yeah, I want. I'm one. sure, but I, and also I cannot tolerate long sleeve shirts. I hear you. But they uh, fuck sleeves. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. I agree. I don't like. I don't like any. If it goes below my elbow, I, I can't handle it. So there's, uh, you can see Patrick Swayze's uh, ball dong. <laughs> ball dong. Co- coiled, coiled up again. It's coiled up ball dong. <laughs> with his khaki pants. And this poor guy covered chest. with feathers. What a pathetic piece of shit. Man, just fucking wasting water. Oh, you're right. Well, that's yeah. probably... That's probably he knows where there's a ton of it. So. That's probably gray water. Yeah, it's probably like horse drinking water. Yeah, yeah. Like, like there's a, definitely urine. in A that. whole bunch of people peed in this. Let me throw it. There's out like now. urine yeah. and oil, and this is where like Tark has this heartwarming moment where he says, "You're actually not that disgusting." Oh uh, you shit! Don't make me yeah, want to And they all smile. Yeah. Yeah. Like it was like someone touching. He just said. I mean, that's just that's as close to feelings as you get in the steel. Which is band. a weird way to describe him as, oh, not that disgusting. It's like, is he trying to say that he's sexually attracted to him? I think so. Because that would be like a 
like understandable. A underhanded way of saying oh. I'm sexually attracted to you, you know? Probably working You're not that disgusting. Music video? Yeah. yeah. So this guy's hair. We have not talked about this yeah. guy's hair. We're here to be the Tina Turner backup. We're dancers. here to be the Tina Turner backup <laughs> dancers. Yeah. Uh, this man has Tawny Katane's scalp strapped <laughs> to his fucking head. Yes. It's tied up under his chin like a little cowboy hat. <laughs> and then they get the headband to keep it in place. This is otherwise it'll fly off. This is the most incredible worst wig in the history of cinema. Yeah, best worst wig. There's ever. also no reason for it. It's like. like the beards in Cannibal the Musical. Yes, <laughs> it's the wig equivalent of that. I just don't know, like whatever his hair actually looks like has to be better than that. Also, his scar That's keeps it. changing. So pay attention to his scar in the oh, scene. Oh, does it? Yes. Oh no! Watch him later. His scar keeps changing. Because I was wrong. The dog. The dog is excellent, but this guy is actually my favorite character in the movie. Yeah, he's awesome. Because he's the only actor that seems to understand what they're doing. He's really giving it yeah. his all, and he's he's just having fun. Oh yeah. He's like, I recognize that I am in a piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah. And I am going to have a silly fucking Renaissance festival accent. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna fight with Tim Poles. Yeah, and he's like staves. Oh. Yes, yeah, staves. Staves. Which I don't know that those are even actually. When staves. you see him in like the one where they're holding the kid, his scar is completely different. It's a buck and a quarter quarter staff. That scar, the scar keeps changing. It keeps. It's moving. like the mole in. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Mike Men, Myers. Men Prince of Thieves. Oh. <laughs> or yeah, Prince of Men and Tights. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Same we thing. We were all wrong. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Ryan is the only one here yeah. making any sense. The, the animated Disney Robin Hood? Yes, that's With the foxes. Alright, Laughing Guy, we also haven't Shuckles. mentioned as much because we haven't really heard him laugh a lot. Yeah. But he is so, like, this little crew with Tawny Katane and Laughing Guy are so, like, yeah. an 80s teenage movie totally. bad yes. guys. Yeah. Yep. 100%. Who is Tawny Katane? Googleologist. Who is this man? Some dude. Because he doesn't like he he's got an awesome face. Yeah. But he doesn't really seem familiar. But I feel like he should be recognizable. Like surely he's been this same character and other stuff. Also, I'd like to point out that uh, Patrick Swayze appears to be wearing Lemmy's boots. Yeah. I feel like right in the dick. This is actually a movie about. Dudes wanting to have sex with Patrick Swayze? I mean, I feel like every movie with Patrick Swayze is this that. Is, well, I mean, that's true. This is Christopher Nimi. Nimi? Nimi? Okay. Has he, Finding Nimi? Has he done any... <laughs> yes. Has he done anything else? Uh, quite a bit. He has 101 credits. That's And that's how I feel it should be. And uh, I guarantee you, you've seen him in... A lot of stuff because he looks like he's been in a bunch of shitty horror movies. He's yes. like Turk. He's in everything. Oh, but in like shovel to the I bed. feel like that guy really just whacked Patrick Swayze yeah. in the back of the head. It seems yeah. like he was like, in. You guys, guys, he was in Species Three. Whoa, Whoa. nice. I like that. That's definitely the third species movie. I like, yeah. I, I like that he like you know tells this guy not to interfere, and that comes back into play later. Like, yes, some, some cool stuff like that. Yeah, but how ineffective is Tark in this? Like scene? Tark could have at least cut one head. Yeah, yeah. they should have gave him a moment. Yeah, like, what, what's the point of him existing at all? Because he's just a complete None. suck ass. Yeah, he runs up with a stick and he's like ah, and then he's dead. 
Nothing I guess, happened. I guess they didn't want anybody taking any of Patrick Stewart's shine at all. Patrick <laughs> Stewart. <laughs> 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 what is this? Write you are number one. <laughs> Engaged. Okay. Okay. Gray. So we're we're redoing this. It's not going to be Batista. It's going to be. And then that's perfect because then Batista can be Tark. Yes. So Batista is Tark. Yeah. Yeah. Patrick Stewart is Nomad. Yeah. And Zach Galifianakis is the little kid. Zach Galifianakis is. Is this guy? He's Sam No. No, no, no. He's this guy. That's hilarious. Oh, Although I kind of want Sean William Scott to be this guy. Oh yeah. Oh, that'd be perfect. Yeah. Put Tony Katana. So yeah, you're right. Zach, Zach. No, but Zach Galifianakis. Okay, Zach Galifianakis is Patrick Swayze's wife because I want Lena Headey to be Danielle. Oh, yeah. Okay. Sure. I'm in. Okay. God damn it, I'm in. So now we get a romantic relationship between Patrick Stewart and Zach Galifianakis. <laughs> yes. This is great. I like how we're still keeping this all white. <laughs> this is one Andrew of the Elba is yet. not going to have anything to do with this stupid movie. No. So forget it. <laughs> but Wesley Snipes needs a paycheck. You're probably right about he'd that. Be, uh, he'd be laughing guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's... <laughs> And, okay, switch out Lena Headey out um, the lady from The Expanse in as Danielle. The, uh, I can't remember her name right now because I've, like, just gotten into this show. But the, the, like, senator or whatever she is, she's awesome. Steve Buscemi as the Sultan of uh, Bugs. Very good. Absolutely. Mm. Okay, okay, okay. Steve Buscemi... Is the dog? Hey, I got that guy's nunchucks for you. <laughs> good boy, good boy. <laughs> Ooh, now see, here's the dungeon room. You got the whips on the side. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's the room he was expecting when yes. she was like, "I have to show you something." And yeah. I, I want this to be like you know the cast we're talking about, but I want it to be like that Psycho remake where it's shot for shot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the same movie. Except for they add one shot. Zach Galifianakis looking through a hole, like watching Patrick Swayze get undressed. <laughs> the dog. The dog's gonna like. You just think the dog's right. Gonna, that's which the well, dog you don't, runs in there like you he's don't save think him, the dog is gonna like open the lock. Kind of did, but you think he's gonna do something? Yeah, some some yes. sort of thing, some sort of thing. Which you know what? I guess they achieved their goal because the point was to wonder. Like, okay, why is the kid so fat? This kid yeah. turned why into Jabba so the Hutt, and his hair is totally different too. Yeah. And his hair is completely different, and his scar is totally. Look at his scar. Oh yeah, totally scars, like way yeah. more pronounced. Yeah. yeah, completely different shape. Yeah, look at that kid, dude. He he quite obviously like is like his body is getting ready for a growth spurt. Yes, that's how, what we're gonna stick with. Well, that's what happens, but apparently yeah, it it's happens. been several months it's, since the last uh, scene yes. was filmed. Well, yes, they. They definitely redid his scar makeup. Yeah. They didn't even take a picture of it and then look at the picture. They were just like, I don't know, there was a scar on this cheek, I think. 
Eh, you know. <laughs> that door, like, completely just opened right there. Oh, that was yeah. amazing. Oh, the dog's helping. He's pawing at the door. There we go. Yeah, there you go. I like it when the dog is holding the sword and he grabs it from the dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, spoil- that's not spoiler. I like for it the when people. the dog. Yeah, yeah. Who, are, who are certainly watching this yeah. along with us. Oh, of course. When the dog figures out the combination to the lock on the door. I like that part. That's going to work really good with Steve Buscemi. Yeah. Nobody's <laughs> going to believe Steve Buscemi figured out that lock. <laughs> it's yeah. like Steve Buscemi can't open locks. So this is going to be Zach Galifianakis. What is happening with this kid? completely different. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's going to be Zach Galifianakis and the, the Middle Eastern lady from The Expanse. Okay. Who is going to play her hair? The little tiny person from Island of Dr. Moreau? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good call. And Deep... Or, uh, yeah. Patrick Swayze's balls. Deep Roy. Deep Roy. Deep Roy can play her hair. Not the little tiny person, because that's a different person, but Deep Roy can play her hair. And that's Steve Buscemi. <laughs> and he, he just hit it. The dog. the dog just hit it in the sword. Yeah. You're right. He's like, go get him. <laughs> Bati- is this still Batista? Did we change that? Yeah, yeah this is Patrick, Patrick Stewart. Stewart. Patrick Stewart, right, yeah, yeah. right. This is Patrick Stewart. Yeah, Batista, well, Batista's, Batista's the dog. Batista's, no, no. Batista's Batista, right, Batista was Tark. Yeah. yeah. So, oh my God. Okay, no, I, but I don't really want this to be Patrick Stewart. I want it to be Chris Pontius. Man, they are really going for a and, warrior vibe. And I want I'm him. Sick of what, if, what if Patrick Stewart is the peacekeeper who gets killed? In yes, the yeah, yes. Good call, good and call. Chris Pontius is nomad, but he's just wearing his party boy, party boy outfit. outfit. Yeah, party boy. Yes. And in, instead of like trying to fight anyone. He like puts he just the humps their face, on yeah, and yes. like starts dancing up yeah. on them. Yes, and, like, ah! and at the end here, instead of putting on his armor and stuff, like the whole time he's been run, running around in his thong, but at the end he puts on his little bow tie and his cufflinks. <laughs> yeah, like, goes tear, off tearaway pants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that works. Yeah, I'm down with that. I like it. Mm. Zack Snyder would be into this. We should call him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he has nothing else to do. <laughs> Yes, water for my moist hole. Yes, <laughs> I have a moist hole behind my bush. <laughs> it has an endless supply of uncontaminated water. What do you think of that, Where? Danielle? I, I feel like any water coming out of her hole is not uncontaminated. That's true, it needs to be filtered. Well, and this whole release <laughs> my son and I'll tell you thing is weird. So, okay, they're just going to take him and throw him out into the desert? Yes. Like, is that really the best option for yeah, this stupid apparently. kid? The kid is pretty stupid. <laughs> it's going to take a minute to cut through that thick-ass net. <laughs> <laughs> you got gravy on my sword. <laughs> that kid completely changed the <laughs> Dramatically. It's so fucking jarring. <laughs> I, like, can't, I can't keep up with these subtitles. I thought he said it's on my puppetry. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Oh man! Yeah, it's a pretty, please. I'll suck your dick. Pretty shitty bad guy, Lair. Yeah, it's yeah. terrible. Well, he's a pretty shitty bad guy. Well, yeah. yeah, it's true. So it goes. It's yeah. it's. Uh, I feel like they're trying to go for a Jabba's palace vibe. Yeah, but they've got a Bib Fortuna's outhouse vibe. Yeah, instead. 
But, look, again, you know they were constrained by the budget. Sure, but... Yeah, but it doesn't mean it has to suck all the dicks. Like, it's... I mean, clearly, that is what it means. I've seen <laughs> movies that were made for less, yeah. but do more. The, I feel like But you're this not taking set... into account the cocaine budget. Yeah. Also, well, most of that money probably went to paying Patrick Swayze. Well, let's, and, let's and be cocaine. honest. Uh, yeah. This set is Pet, just like... Pets Killing had a, a smaller budget, and most of that went to Wandalust. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's still... I'm just going to let him go. Clearly, uh, a cinematic masterpiece. There is nothing here. clear about what you just said. <laughs> um, I feel like his lair is shameful, honestly. It's just like darkness, some fake candles, and like some fake that's, chains. That's how shitty this world is. Even the like most wealthy, influential man in this world lives in a shithole. You are giving it away. That's to how that, it's that's, a poorly designed that's set. the filmmakers wanted to make a point yep. of look how depressing it was very thought out and hopeless this world is. Yeah. It's like yeah. it's like a work of art like the road. Uh, <laughs> you know, we never you know well one something that we talked about watching a couple of years ago that we never got around to that I think we need to definitely revisit. Uh, Tank Girl. Yeah. Yeah. I yes. Just, oh, yeah. What if we did? Okay, I think we could do this because one movie that we owe the people is already on there. What if we themed this entire year post apocalyptic Since we're living, let's revisit. What we're living in post apocalyptic times. What was that word? Post apocalyptic pussy. I will do no such thing. The, the Needless Things Facebook 2022 post apocalypse pussy. The Needless Things Facebook group is a family friendly place. Aaron's like, can I have a post apocalypse butthole? Have some standards, people. God. All right. Uh, no, uh, what if we think this year? And we clearly. Yeah. God, the kid can't even fucking drive this. Uh, He's a terrible driver. We, like, we'll have, terrible to, we'll have to look and make sure there are actual. Actually, well, right now we only need ten more movies. Yeah, yeah. So no, this I January, ten, yeah. well, in like nine because Tank Girl. What? So what if we themed the whole year? I'm down. Post-apocalyptic. What if we watched a good post-apocalyptic movie and watched Fury Road? I mean, that could be one of them for I sure. I love Fury Road. That's a good any, movie. any of the Mad Maxes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, would be yeah. great. I like all. But, of those. Uh, yeah, I, th- I, th- we can make this happen. I'm down. Ooh. Fucking pinky swear. I like it. Yeah. I love being here when the magic happens. Yes. <laughs> I feel like it's your sauce in the atmosphere that, that makes it happen. Well. Mike, I'm going to need you to just calm down with your sauce. It's not appropriate. It's getting everywhere. Yeah. It's getting all over the wall. Family friendly, Mike. <laughs> Hey, you guys well, you invited think me for Swayze. You think you just <laughs> no, you start talking about post-apocalypse pussies, and then Mike Sauce gets into the mix, and then we're all screwed. Wait, is that Mel Gibson? <laughs> <laughs> They're trying so hard. No, he doesn't have a car. Shit. Oh, no, it's just Patrick Stewart. <laughs> Patrick Stewart! <laughs> Wait, which Patrick is this? Why does he put him over his lap like he's Patrick, about to spank him? Is that Patrick him? Duffy? <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was dead. These nunchucks! God. Dog goes, I'll handle this. Dog's like, this guy sucks. 
That's probably... Okay, let's talk about the way that he has his sword stored. The most dangerous way to carry a sword. The only way it could be more dangerous is if he carried it inside of his abdomen. Not only... What the fuck? Not only is it not covered, like there's no no sheath, but it's pointing upward, slicing into the back of his arm every time he moves. Yeah. Every time he walks, it would be just cutting the fuck out of the back of his arm. Ooh. He would be. It would be in ribbons. Also, I feel like one. I don't know that that was actually the kid jumping out of that car. It might have been a little person or well, something. That's the second. That's the second car he's jumped out of. But it seems so tremendously they, dangerous. He fell out so. of the first one. To be fair, true. But they still right. need a stunt kid. And how shitty a jouster do you have to be for that short ass spear? He just drove to into have it. murdered you. Yeah. He did. He aimed he, his chest at that spear. He was like, I just want to die. But Ryan, what I did we get? Want to fucking yeah, die. That callback. Yeah, yeah, Got yeah, the yeah. callback. Arnold Vosloo hoisted by his own petard. (laughs) Or Picard, if that was Patrick Stewart. (laughs) (laughs) That's tremendous. The dog took out Nunchuck Guy. The goodest boy. (laughs) Of course he did. Of course he did. And then this looks like shit. Why does this look like such a piece of shit it looks during the day? Even worse in this. Hey guys, remember Thunderdome? How that was cool. This is a piece of shit. Yeah. Hey, could we recreate Thunderdome, only make it real shitty? With the... Real shitty. Literal, actual razor wire from, like, Home Depot behind us. I want you to recreate Thunderdome. Which is why he so gently falls in. Yes. (laughs) Here's ten bucks. He's like, ow, 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 ow. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this is Thunderdome for $13.70. This is Thunderdome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Sad, sad uh, Max. No, Mad Max. Yeah. Beyond Thunderdome. <laughs> um, I hope after they finish filming this movie, they took that kid to a doctor to look at that thing on his lip. Yeah. I hope they took this guy to a nipple doctor for his like leather vest, rubbing him off. Oh my God, his nips must kill. Yeah. They might have had those. Padded. I hope they put some duct tape on them or something. Maybe they gave him pasties. You know, I mean, that thing is tied up on the nipples. Yeah, yeah. you're right. That's but snug. it's like, why is his only armor over his nipples? You gotta protect well, him. He's <laughs> like, he's you like, know, stab people, me in the heart, just not the nipples. People get mad about Drax being so funny in Guardians of the Galaxy 2, but I gotta tell you, the whole nipple thing is oh, yeah. fucking hilarious. It's the funniest, yeah. And, and the callback at the end where he puts on the jetpack thing and he's like, bye nipples! It's, it's like, great. I'm sorry, that shit's Wait, just funny. Wait, people have a problem with that? <laughs> yeah, people hate that they made Drax funny. What? People are stupid. Yeah. yeah. I mean, look, you go on the internet, you can find people mad about literally anything. Yeah. That, that, there are probably people that Guardians mad about of the Galaxy this. video game is tremendous. Like It's, it's actually like, really good. It's yeah. Great. Like, Phantom, Phantom Jr. played it. He it's said it was hysterical, awesome. too. Like, I found myself yeah. laughing a lot. Yeah. yeah. I, well, I, I want to play all of those. What is it? Telltale? Is that what it is? No, no. This is like a new one. It's oh, like this is like the like Avengers. No, it's not Avengers. The but Avengers it's, no, 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 no. But it's the same people that did the Avengers, right? It's... Not Maybe. really. Uh, it's, it's Square uh, Enix. It's Square Enix, but it's a different development team. Either way, they did a great job. Right. Well, whatever the case is, it it's, looks an awful lot like Avengers. It's really it's good. Way way yeah, I, I watched Phantom Jr. play it a bit. It actually plays more like uh, God of War than anything. Yeah. Because you have your... It's like God of War <clears throat> Mass Effect. 
Yeah. Well, he played the other one, too. That's the one I was the thinking of. The Telltale one. Yeah, this, I know what you're This bad guy is supposed to be so honorable, yet he took out his master like a punk. Well, and his little knee knife suggests that he is not honorable. Although, at the same time, like, in, in battle, what is honor? Like, who gives a fuck? But you're also, trying to kill your opponent. Yeah, but this guy he's, is like... He's not, he doesn't really... He's not there for the honor. He wants the challenge of, of battle. There you go. He's there is no point he's, that this movie follows how, how its own like. Well, like, you might be yeah. right about that. Yeah. The knee tumble! Knife, the knee knife I'll is a tumble cool... For you. The knee knife is a cool idea, though. It is. It is. But it is pretty functional if you think about it. If you have a nice shoot up out Oh, yeah, it, totally. I mean, I yeah. kind of want one. Yeah. You never yeah, know you when you're going to need something like that. Balls. Yeah. I can think of a few times just right off the top of my head. Yeah. That would come in handy. <laughs> like when we asked you to come over and do this commentary. <laughs> <laughs> he just murders all of us with his knee knife and fucks off home. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Damn Gordon knee knife. Another tumble. Another tumble. For no reason. It's just like WWE. No fucking reason reason to do that. (laughs) If any wrestlers are listening to this, stop with your fucking tumbling. It's silly. It's worse than when somebody gets hit with a clothesline and does a flip. I hate that shit. There's so much tumbling. The, the only thing choreographed in this fight is just like somersault, somersault. The somersault. only thing choreographed is Patrick Swayze dropping his fucking weapons. God, all the yes. Time. The only time anyone should uh, do a, a flip from a clothesline is when they get hit with the buckshot lariat. Nobody should ever do a flip with a clothesline. Nah, I like, ever. I like Brian's flip when he got hit. With I, the it's terrible. It's stupid. Even Brian. This part right here match. is fucking terrible. Um, so this we, is fucking terrible. I was very for he just afraid. For just a couple of years, uh, yeah, he uh, Patrick Swayze looks like a little bitch in this fight. Just a couple of years, I was in a band, and our drummer was, like, totally self-taught, bought his drum kit, like, one piece at a time. Like, he literally had a kick and, like, a coffee can on a stick. Like a Johnny Cash song? Yeah, it, it was. It was. It was. <laughs> but he, for the first, like, six months or so that he was playing, he could not hold on to his fucking drumsticks. Like, he'd be sitting there playing, and it'd just fly out of his hand. He couldn't <laughs> hold them for some reason. Well, he must have gone to the Patrick Swayze and school that's, of drumming. And yeah. that's what this is like. <laughs> Patrick Swayze is just like Dan. Like, he can't hold on to his shit. Yeah, he has zero ability to hold on to At his one point, he was taping them into his hands. <laughs> and I, I can't remember... I can't remember what his solution was. Because eventually, it was fine. You stabbed him. You had the advantage. But yeah, and he ran away. At one point, he would before we started practice, he would literally take like athletic tape and tape the drumsticks in his hands. Really, uh, just use your hands in the way they're intended. <laughs> well, he, I don't know if he got so sweaty. I, yeah. I don't know. I don't know no, what it was. A lot, but usually they had like the little holder to grab another one. Yeah, the little. Thing. Yeah, he Pouch. definitely did not have backup yeah. drumsticks like, at the Shiloh, time. Shiloh do that sometimes, yeah. and then it, like it'll fly out of his hand, and he grabs one real quick. And yeah, he he had he, for a very long time. He had two drumsticks, and that was it. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, we were uh, we didn't have a lot to invest in in the band. He just Def Leppards it for a second until someone can run and get his other Yeah, well, no, we would. Like, yeah. I would literally oh, go oh, 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 look for it because yeah. we'd, uh, we'd be in Jeff's basement. <laughs> wow. And uh, I'd go, like, grab it and hand it back to him. Aw, oh, shit. Here's the part where he weirdly winks at him. 
I, yeah, I, that's. I like this though. And he cuts this guy's head I off. I like that. Yeah, that's awesome yeah. because again, it's a callback. He told yeah. the guy, "Don't fuck with my shit again." But you're right. It looks like he winked at him, like he was getting look, ready to turn on him. Look at look yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, he keeps doing it. Yeah, and I he's guess like, I guess the wink was just. You're the best competition I've ever had. Like we got to finish this because I thought he was gonna like turn and help him. That isn't what happens at all. This whole setup is like it's a setup for them to kiss. He's like, "You're the best competition you just, I've ever had." We need to. I find, mean, I guess I kind of want to see. We them need kiss. to find a video of Patrick <laughs> Swayze <laughs> having sex with a man. Like, so like Nicole in can like, like go over like this whole thing. Yeah, that sounds like more yeah. Than yeah. Ricky Bobby and Dad. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Ricky Bobby. <laughs> Sasha Baron Cohen, yeah. whatever yes. his character's name is. French dude. Yes. Jean Girard. Just say you like crepes. <laughs> <laughs> it's too bad Talladega Nights isn't a post-apocalyptic movie. <laughs> he clearly has like shoved the sword next to him and he's holding it in his arm like this. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> it's beautiful. And now they've got the whole rig in, yeah. so it looks like... Now it's cool. Yeah. Also, I think the sword... That is going through him is much longer than the sword that Patrick Swayze has actually had up to this point. Yeah. Which, by the way, lost his sword again. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> now he left it uh, in the dude. Right, but he—you don't do that. You keep your yeah, sword. He picked up the dude's swords. So eh. She either lives or dies. Which well, that's pretty much how it works much for all of us. He's like everybody. He's like, yeah. I don't know what you want me to do here. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> all right. Um, um, okay. I do like this. Cool. I kind of like this. Though. Yeah, this is this is the most awesome thing he does in this whole yeah, movie. Yeah, I, I did yeah. this. Yeah, this is his knife. one badass moment. Yeah, that's, that's pretty cool. Ha! And then watch him sort of gingerly lean into yeah. the actual for that's real so razor good. wire, like. I mean, I'd do the same thing. Oh, for time. sure. For whatever, whatever they were paying him, and not enough for this movie. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want it. You don't want this to be your last movie. <laughs> yeah, fall into yeah. this razor wire. <laughs> He's like, oh, oh no! Shit. Yeah, look at all these dead people. <laughs> She's like, I'm so glad to see you here amongst the severed heads. That sword is so dangerous. Yeah, it's got it's got too, too many, too many points. points. Yeah, too many points. Too many pointy parts. You got to have one not pointy part. The dog is like, let me clean those up for you. <laughs> <laughs> He's helpful. I swear that tattoo thing of his is moved. It's brutal. It, it looks so bad. It's terrible. It looks like it's just like dried maple syrup. It, it looks like he went to a house in East Atlanta and and had that done. Yeah, somebody took a brown sharpie and just threw it on his chest. <laughs> no, somebody bent a coat hanger up into that shape and, and then heated burned, it yeah, up exactly. and stuck it on him. Oh my gosh. He's got some villains. Yeah, he does. Do they, uh... They apocalyptic dentistry. So they, pretty, yeah. so they <laughs> don't have barbers, but they do have dentists. <laughs> They don't have barbers. They, they just glue Tawny Katane to your head. Well, we don't know how long... The world may have only been like this for like a couple of years. 
It's we been, don't know. It's been six weeks. Would 12 monkeys qualify since in the future parts of it it's post-apocalyptic? 12 monkeys would qualify. However, <laughs> I do not think that would make for a good commentary. It's so fucking weird. Yeah, I think it's too much movie for us. Yeah. <laughs> if there was a dumbed-down version uh, of 12 monkeys... Children of Men would be a good one. I have not seen that. It's really good. It like, is for really real. Good. And I actually own the Blu-ray. Yeah, that's a very good movie. I own fucking I actually haven't media. seen it, so I'm down. Wow, that's shocking. It's an excellent movie. It's actually one of the most well-made movies ever. So here we have these fellas talking about building a city. All They're five gonna, of them. They've got the aqueduct build going on. City. You should yeah, call it Tark City. Five people are going to build this city. It should be called Tark Town. Yep. Tark yeah. Town. Yeah, sorry. Tarkanta. Tarkopolis. Tarkopolis? Welcome to Tarklana where the players play. Oh boy. And now Patrick Stewart's just gonna leave. <laughs> He's like, thanks for the vagina. I laugh every time we say Patrick Stewart. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can't help it now. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, ball. but I, I, I literally not. saw both of his balls. Like, it's like, ridiculous. I can see, like, I can see the outline yeah. of the sack in each individual ball. <laughs> <laughs> Patrick Stewart's like, if I stay, I will be violating the prime directive. It's yeah. true. He's already done enough. His little headband has changed colors, too. I feel like sometimes it's brown, and sometimes it's... Well, yeah. he's got a whole wardrobe of headbands. He's got to have a different yeah. one for different occasions. That, that, when he wants to feel sassy. When that... Whatever doctor they take that kid to, they didn't take her to as well because that <laughs> mole on her chest is insane. Yeah, yeah. she has to have mole, that. Mole, 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 yeah, mole. khaki pants, khaki chest, khaki duster, khaki shirt. It's true. It's hooded duster with rolled up sleeves and little. Uh, I don't know what those little clippy closures are called. The little clippy pant, closures. Khaki pants, khaki chaps. The boys are no man. <laughs> I don't know where the fuck you were going with that. <laughs> Nomad. Nomad's gonads. I saw him. Well, yeah. We all saw him. In detail. You can see yeah. each wrinkle of his scrotum. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's the beauty of having seen it on the big screen. <laughs> it's true. If you haven't seen Steel Dawn. On uh, at least a 97-inch screen, uh, treat yourself to Patrick Swayze's is it, pants nipples. Is it, is, it, is it Steel Dawn or Steel Dong? Steel and Steel Dong. Yeah. It's fucking pants dumplings. It's all about <laughs> <laughs> pants dumplings. And without he's out. Oh, God. He's like, you guys are weird. He's like... He's like, oh, Fuck no, absolutely up. not, you shitty fucking yeah. <laughs> Fuck off. He's like the opposite of Anakin here. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Fuck about my mom. I want to leave with this weird dude who yeah. can teach me how to fight. Anakin was like, I'm going to miss my mom. Yeah. He was like a decent little kid. Oh, Stop God, giving Anakin shit, people. I love like, it. I love Anakin. Don't You can't come with me. I don't like you. It blows my mind that people have a problem with... Like how they portrayed Anakin. Like no, the I, whole point is, look at this sweet little enthusiastic yeah. kid. Like that's the point. Yeah. Yeah. It turns into this horrible person. Yeah. 
Like, that's the tragedy. It's the whole point of Star Wars. Exactly. They're like, oh, he doesn't like sand. No, he doesn't fucking like sand. Nobody likes Nobody sand. Likes sand. It, it's, still, it's still funny. Not Ask anybody like who was in Steel Dawn if they like sand, and they're going to be like, motherfucker, no. <laughs> it got all up in my pants dumplings. It went everywhere. She is still digging it out of your vagina. Have you ever had a lady enter your butt in the middle of the desert? Do you know what sand sand gets up in there? Have you ever been pegged on the sand dune? I would rather have butt plug splinters (laughs) than sand in my butthole. Oh, right up in there. Oof. He's all disappointed. He's got to live with his mom. Yeah, with his God, I fucking hate this rolled bitch. up wool socks <laughs> in a, a tarkless town. In a tarkless town in Steel Dawn <laughs> with Weston Boys and Patrick Stewart. They could have at least named the town Patrick like Stewart. There's no reason for this movie to be called Steel Dawn. Yes, there is one reason. And we have discussed it. There's no reason inside the movie to be called Steel Dawn. What if there's an after credit scene where, like, it ends with, like, Picard and this is, like, a holodeck thing? Oh, man, that would be incredible. Yeah. It didn't happen because Next Generation didn't come out until the... Oh, wait, it was to 87, wasn't it? And Data was Kasha? Oh, oh man. Yes. Perfect. Oh. And Perfect. Stewart had sex with him. Yeah, well, I mean, who wouldn't? Yeah. He is programmed for He is atomically pleasure. correct. What yeah. is what does he say? What's his line? Data says I am He's programmed fully functional. For, fully functional. Yeah, yeah. Alright, anyway. Yeah. Uh so I look, I, yes, that movie is is terrible. But it is entertaining. Yeah. Yes. And it did entertain me for four hours. For the it's not slow. For yeah. the twelve dollars that they had in the budget, you know, they they put together, uh, you know, a movie. Yep. The yeah. story's fine. Hans van den Zanden. So this this is what this is the test I think. Ferguson. When we when we go around at the end, I I, I think kind of my favorite thing is when you when you think about what we just watched. And look ahead, like, how long would it be? Would you watch it again, ever? I look at this, and, like, maybe three, four years from now, I'll probably watch this again. Yeah. I I feel the same. It's definitely not, like, stricken from the list. No, no. No. I would watch it again, like with you guys, but I wouldn't just be like sit down and be like, "No, no, oh, I don't watch yeah, this again." I, well, it's, I don't it's know. Been, it's been a good thirty plus years since I've watched this, and it, it would probably be thirty plus years 30 before years you watch it again. Now, <laughs> when we're all seventy, let's <laughs> sit down again well, look, and fucking watch this. Movie. I can't. I yeah, can't when, I, watch, when I'm seventy, I, I might need some help sleeping. So this would yeah. be great. I can't watch Red Dawn without watching Steel Dawn. Like it's like every other sequel. It's it's like Ghostbusters or. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, but as far as sitting here tonight, watching this movie, enjoying it in the company, uh, Arian, thumbs up or thumbs down? Eh, like, it didn't really, like, thumbs in the middle, like, it didn't really provoke. I'm not saying you're going to go out and buy it, but you weren't sitting here miserable watching it. No, but like I didn't really enjoy myself either. Yeah. Well, but but what was the last you, time you enjoyed yourself though? Like nineteen ninety two. No, like I the um, <laughs> Spider Man was great. So I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna have to watch Dust Till Dawn next. That's the third one, right? Or yeah, that is yeah. The, for, for Dust Till Dawn. That's <laughs> yeah. the third one. Yeah. The 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 it's a prequel, but it's the third one. Yeah. yeah. 
Because that's the vampires are what caused the dust storm. Yeah, yeah, they caused yeah. the sandstorm. Yeah. yeah, Mike Gordon, are you are you glad you came over here? I'm always glad to come over here. Well, that's um, nice. Of you. you know, uh, unfortunately, I have to pay for it by seeing a movie like this. <laughs> <laughs> There's it, always a cost. But well but, done, Mike. But, but well it's well, done. but it's well worth it. Uh, <laughs> I, I can honestly say that I will probably never watch this again. But if I do, I will not watch it without our commentary. <laughs> there you go. That's I'll t- I'll take that. Uh, all right. So, uh, cadavers individually. Where can we find you online? What are you up to? What's happening in your lives? Um, cast creatures, neon warlords. That's all I got. Yes. Uh, battle cougar to see pictures of popular kitten. Oh, and by the way, uh, for the Zack Snyder remake of Steel Dawn, definitely has the neon warlords uh, score. Oh yeah. And oh, I yeah. feel like popular kitten needs a role as well. Popular kitten can play the, kid. the dog. No, the dog is Steve Buscemi. Yeah, the, the dog has a cat. I would rather have. Uh, yes, the, the dog, dog has, has a cat. The dog has a cat. The dog has a cat. <laughs> yes, All right. the the now it kid. makes sense. Yeah. She, she can be the dog's cat. Yes, yes. yes. The human dog's cat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Gordon. Uh, what are you up to? Where can we find you? Uh, you can find me every week. <laughs> you can find you every week on the Needless Things podcast. <laughs> apparently, wow! It's been it's been three weeks. It's right? been a, it's been a run. That's been a great great run. Uh, but you can find me every week on our station one, um, and of course the Dragon Con report once a month. That one's uh, the first episode of that is out. And if you want to see all my other uh, things that I do, just go to newlegendmike.com. And finally. Arian's anal corner available uh, quarterly. Much like, much like in the, the back of highlights <laughs> magazine. <laughs> much, much like the classic album. I don't like shit. I don't go outside. By Earl Sweatshirt. You cannot find me <laughs> doing anything anywhere. Because uh, I don't like shit. I don't go outside. He doesn't do things. If you want to see stupid memes and pictures of my pets, at uh, such lazy man. There you go. Thank you guys for coming out to the Phantom Zone and uh, kicking off our year of apocalypseness. Post-apocalypse. Post-apocalypse. <laughs> I will do no such thing for 2022. Post-apocalypse. There will be no. There will be no post-apocalypse for Arian. It's always current apocalypse <laughs> all right. the time. Post-apocalypse. Oh, pokey. They sell those apparently. Pokey buttholes. <laughs> is, is the Pokemon movie post? I guess it's not poke, post-apocalyptic. I don't know. We should probably wrap this up. Woof! I almost forgot to put my headset microphone back down before I started recording this closing closing thoughts segment uh check out that needless things youtube channel join the needless things podcast facebook group where we vote on important things like is escape from new york post-apocalyptic uh and and believe me there was some contention in that and that's actually what drove us to trying to determine what the theme for this year was going to be with the needless commentaries because I do not feel that Escape from New York and Escape from L.A. are post-apocalyptic. Now, the end, spoiler alert, the end of Escape from L.A. represents an apocalypse, uh, but it's 
those are not post-apocalyptic worlds. It's just that society had degenerated to the point where New York and then L.A. were just dumps where we threw all of our shit. Uh, everything else was, you know, dystopian probably, but there was no apocalypse. There was no singular event that led to that ruin, which is my... Uh, definition of apocalypse, but then our good friend Arian argues, well, that singular event could actually occur over the course of many decades, but to me, that takes the punch out of the word apocalypse. Uh, that's a gradual decline or entropy or something else. That's not an apocalypse to me. Anyway, you guys, thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting the show. Thank you for liking, subscribing, sharing, uh, review the Needless Things podcast on iTunes or wherever you can review podcasts. I, I don't know how that works, but I know you can figure it out. I love you guys. You have been listening to a Needless Things podcast. You can follow Needless Things on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and at needlessthingspodcast.com. Love you. Mean it. Uh-huh.